Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is internet celebrity Nick Mace and co-host. Go, go to hell. Ah, oh, come this, on. No, this is our episode where we're talking about rated R. Oh, stuff. right, so yeah. Like really, That's as really R-rated as you get. Up. And yeah. you're not wearing pants. Yes, those two things. <laughs> It's an audio medium. It certainly it's is. It's good for the bloody listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good, isn't it? Uh, it bloody is. Yeah. Do you want to do the news of the show? Um, yeah. All right. You mean me specifically? Yeah, if you want. I don't, I don't have anything here. <laughs> okay. okay. I have, I have, in my phone, I have one note for the weekly planet, and it's like... It's, you mean from all the weeks? Yeah, from all the weeks. <laughs> I have one one note. How long is it? Uh it's not not very long. It's I've like got hundreds it's like, of it's files. Like two, it's like two iPhone screens. <laughs> this just says Lucy Lawless right right at the bottom. I don't know what that means. I think maybe we got to get a, a shout out one time. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's all it's all that's here. That's it. Speaking of awesome. Oh yes. There's they've cast Iron Fist. They have. That's right. Uh, Finn Jones, who yep. plays uh, Sir Loras in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think it's a great choice. Yep. The old bloody Danny Rand. A lot of people have been asking. Why isn't he an Asian man? I'd imagine because his parents are both white. <laughs> yeah, well, they could be. Or it. like like genetically white enough yes, that yes. he looks white. He looks white. I I'd gotcha. imagine that's the end result of that. Yeah, yeah. Because breed, breeding program. <laughs> that's right. There's been a bit of backlash in terms of Do you mean why he wasn't why an Asian person wasn't cast as That's what his, I mean, yes. I'm sure, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> but um Yeah, because, you know, obviously he's a martial arts expert mm-hmm. and people are like, I thought he was an Asian guy. Why is he an Asian guy? Well, he's, he's Generally not an Asian guy. Correct. He's, he's, a, he's like a Batman where, you know, he travels and he bloody gets martial arts, except he gets some bloody mystical powers as well. Mm-hmm. Some iron fists. From punching buckets of sand. That's right. Is that mm-hmm. true? Probably. <laughs> like, I think, I, think, I think in the modern continuity, he's probably, you know, focused his chi and whatever. But I imagine when he was created initially, he, was, he just punched buckets of sand until he could Yeah, bloody Bruce Lee used to do that. He used to mm. punch into buckets of gravel. Yeah. And just... People on the street. That's right. He was yeah. preparing for that Snickers ad they made after he was dead. They edited him in too. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. They were like, Bruce, we're going to do this. We just don't have the technology yet, all right? <laughs> just hold on, man. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. So, look, I think it's great. I think it's great casting. He's not like a super well-known actor. Yeah. Like, But Charlie Cox, I wouldn't say was. Oh, Charlie Cox is probably more well-known because he'd done like Stardust and um, other bits and pieces when he did... Uh, 
Daredevil. Daredevil. Mm. I think he was in bloody Downton Abbey as well. Ooh. So, So, no, I'm very excited. I mean, apparently this this guy has been cast for months and they've just kind of been sitting on it. I'm assuming they were just waiting until, because Daredevil's out in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So they kind of wait until that's kind of bloody getting off the ground and then... You know, it's it's all bloody prep and build. Yeah, up I mean, they probably had him cast for weeks, and they're like, "How can we sort of yellow him up a little bit?" <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Without it being offensive, <laughs> and they put it all on the whiteboard, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh no, there's literally no way we can do this." Oh well, let's put him out here anyway. Let's bloody do it. Mm. Very excited though. Yeah. And speaking of Daredevil, uh, the first reviews have come in for the season. They've released seven of the episodes to people who. Professionals, Influ- influencers, <laughs> sure, not us, not us, certainly. We'll have to work with everybody else. Apparently, it's it's good. We're just like you, listeners. We take off our podcast R-rated pants one leg, <laughs> one at, leg a time. at a time. Well, actually, I've got those ones with the like the like the, the poppers on the Snaps. side, so you just snap them off. Yeah, rip them off, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, uh, the well, it's only obviously seven episodes, but the flaws of the first season remain. Like the pacings have been uneven, but you know, okay, the general consensus is if you like the first one. Bloody get into this get one. Into this one. I'm very excited for yeah. Daredevil. I mean, we've seen two. the second part of the the trailer. Yes, we just Season saw that. What do you yeah. think? Looks good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a tiny snippet of Electra last. Yes, in, la- in, in the trailer part one. That's right. And now we see more of her in this. That's it. Uh, looks good. The new we get we get a better look at the new Daredevil costume. What do you think? I, I like it. I Me like too. the eyes. The red eyes. The red eyes. Yeah. yeah. What did he have last time? I don't no remember. No eyes. No eyes. He said the flat. Did it? Yeah. You're not. You're talking about the black. Band, or you're talking about the actual costume? The actual costume. Just like I'm fairly certain. You're probably right, man. <laughs> no eyes. Yeah. Like Something it, probably You mean just checked. like the same colour as the mask? Yeah. Just like yeah, it was over just flat. The, yeah, but yeah. I like these, these bejeweled eyes. Yeah. Well, they're red like that in the comics. Yeah. I'm just going to type this in to see if you're right, but I think you are right. You can see there's, there's like little tweaks that they've made yeah. mm-hmm. to it. No, you're right. It's uh, oh, maybe a little bit darker. Yeah, no, it's dark, a little bit darker. All right, fine. Yeah. But still, mm. I'm bloody excited, mate. Yeah. Uh, and what was I going to say about this? I can't remember. The Yakuza are back. The bloody Yakuza are back. Did he kill all the Yakuza in, in the last one? Or is this implied to be in between seasons? No, I think he didn't. No, I don't think he, it's in between anything. I think they all, they all, it's all real time. Okay. That's how the Marvel kind of universe works. Mm. Unless they say specifically like Iron Man 3, which is the start of it set in 1999. That's right. Do you yeah. Remember that? Yeah, boy, do I. Favreau had the bloody... Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction hair. Pulp Fiction hair <laughs> yeah. and outfit, yeah. Which is weird because that's like five years too late in 1999. Right, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. So yeah, I, I guess they've just gone underground. Because remember, there's also Crane Mother who was in it, and she yep. kind of got away because he punched. She punched Daredevil in the chest, and he was like, "Ah, what, mm. old woman?" So this one's very, this trailer is very much focused on the Yakuza. Yes, we get a little bit more of the Punisher. Do we get see any Kingpin in it? No. Yeah, we do get a mysterious man, mm. and I hope you figure out who he is in time for a things you missed video. One of your famous things. you I don't missed really video. do them for these for TV trailers. It's too many, <laughs> man. I just. What are you too good for TV? I am too good for TV. Wow. No, I look. With these Netflix shows, I break my bloody TV rule to make videos on them mm-hmm. for like Easter eggs or whatever, uh-huh. or whatever I do, I can't remember. Because I, I see them as more part of the whole... They are like extended Marvel movies. Correct. So, But anyway, so there's a guy in this and he's like, oh, and he, you see him sort of pull his pull a mask off, but you don't see who it is. Do you reckon it's Stick? No, it's probably, he doesn't wear a mask. That's not Stick. Do you reckon it's Iron Fist? No. Luke Cage? No. Who do you reckon it is? I think it's a bad guy, but I don't know which bad guy. Ah. Yeah. Bullseye. No. Oh. I think it's a guy who's in the Yakuza. 
Bullseye. No. Oh. Sorry. I'm excited to see The Punisher, yeah. though. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, you know what I, did? I was I was thinking about? Back hmm. in the day, yes. like in the 80s, because of the Comics Code Authority, Marvel couldn't use... Those assholes. <laughs> yeah, the Marvel couldn't use a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So they just... They, they were like, okay, you can't use this particular... You know, you can't use these criminals, you can't use these monsters or whatever. Oh, like real-life criminals? Is that what they Well, made? sort of, but you couldn't, like, you couldn't use the Mafia... Uh, so so Marvel had a, a workaround, like they had a series of like, they, they had a huge, you know, New York crime was controlled by a series of like Italian mobsters called the Magia, <laughs> M-A-G-G-I-A. That doesn't, they, doesn't roll off the tongue, That's what I'm it? saying, <laughs> like, but I, but so uh, I guess the Comics Code Authority were like, well, you can't use the Mafia, that's against the rules. And they, they just looked at it and went. Nope, this checks out. That's fine. <laughs> like they couldn't use for many, many years. They couldn't use zombies, but they could use zombies. <sighs> so what I'm, what I would have liked is if in these in the Marvel Cinematic Universe they were just like, yeah, it's the Maggie, it's the bloody Maggie, yeah, it's a the, terrible the, the, word. The they just were like, we're just going with it. It's fine. What do you uh, before we move on? What do you think of Elektra of what we see? Yeah, it looks great. She's in that Gods of Egypt movie that tanked. Oh, that's out this week? I had an opportunity to see it. Well, it came out in the cinema and I just yeah. went, you know what? I'm just not. I'm really? Because it, it, looks, it looks, looks incredible in the, in yeah, the worst way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to see it, but I'm not going. I'm not leaving my house to see it. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. But I, that's it's exactly the kind of world that I like where it's this myth, it's mythology, <laughs> but it's also super high tech. Yeah, yeah. But all the acting's really bad, one assumes. A lot of green screen. Well, so much green screen. There's a, there's a golden hawk man fighting a griffin or something. So good. <laughs> Big snakes. And I'm sure it'll be a massive letdown. But, Definitely. But I just like the idea of it. Me too. Mm. I'm all for it. Being terrible. And all right, next enjoying. week, Gods of Egypt episode. Ah. Just kidding. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, Electra looks great. She's yeah. authentically Greek. Yes. Which is nice. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, doesn't have much of a costume. No. Mm. She's got the mask bandana as opposed to the bandana bandana. Mm. Does that make sense? It looks more like a roll neck to me, but she's just rolled <laughs> Sorry. up. Sorry. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. What's a bloody roll neck? What's the difference? What's a roll? It's like a scarf? Like a turtleneck. That's it's connected to her shirt. That's dumb. Wouldn't you, You'd bloody look around and it would, it would fall off. Yeah. Stupid! Yeah. It's bloody, it's the tech, it's the magic of cinema, though. I guess it is yeah. the magic of cinema yeah. or and television. Yeah. Uh, do you know the, the the showrunner for the first season of Daredevil, Stephen Denight? He's going to be helming Pacific Rim Two. Oh, taking over from Guillermo, mm. the one I can't say, mm. Del Toro. Uh, so that's interesting that they're making this. Mm. Do you care about Pacific Rim yeah. Two? Yes, because it was ridiculous. It it's it's the similar it's a similar feeling I have with Gods of Egypt. Yes, but in a good way. Right, like it could be delightful. And also, I want to see him bloody go back. I want to take it to want him to take it to the bloody alien planet and bloody. It just looked like a weird like egg sack that universe they went into. Remember? Yeah. Didn't they destroy the 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 temp the temporal rift the Pacific Rift? Yeah, rim? they did. Well, mate, is this a prequel? I don't think so. I'm sure there's a prequel comic though. Yeah, yeah. Boy. But don't you, the, the characters aren't very interesting. Ron Perlman's great though. Yeah, he was. He bloody cut his way out of that weird fish or whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I didn't. I didn't. And ha- I think they'll find a way to get him like 
into the the Jaeger program. No, they'll, yeah, they'll get him into like the like the headquarters. Like right. they won't have him as a pilot, or maybe they will. Yes. What if he's got his own fancy Jaeger? I would love that. That's what I'm talking about. Like there's street it's, Jaegers. Yeah, and it's got yeah. gigantic alligator shoes. <laughs> I like the. And he's got to team up with somebody he doesn't like. He's got to team up with a bloody Charlie Hunnam. Yes, they've yeah. got to team up in a Jaeger because. Yes, could, I'm back on board. But don't the Jaegers don't don't you have to be synced perfectly in the brain? Doesn't matter. Turns out they're a perfect match for some reason, <laughs> and then they but they're always arguing. They share a flair for style. And exactly. Fashion, yes. So, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, I've put it up on the whiteboard, Hollywood. I know you're listening. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the aesthetic of it. I like the world. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, it wasn't a very engaging story of what. It was. It was no robot jocks. From Absolutely, the robot yeah. jocks from, sure. the, from the eighties. Absolutely, everybody looked that up. But I, I don't. Yeah, sure. I, look, I really like Stephen tonight. He mm. was going to do. I think he was going to make the. Um, what if the Jaeger, like half of it, mm. half of it is bloody Ron Perlman, half is what's the other guy? Uh, Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. Char- Charlie Hunnam. Are you thinking of somebody else? Charlie Hunnam. No, Charlie Hunnam's a different guy. No, he's, he's the Sons of Anarchy dude. Oh, I meant um, Charlie from. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh right, it's yeah, that yeah, guy. yeah, you go, yeah. It's that guy and Ron Perlman, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the Jaeger is one half, like, <laughs> like it's split right down the middle, and half is like it's pink and it's got like gold and it's got like a big walking stick <laughs> and an alligator shoe, and the other half is just like looks like a like a harried businessman, like it looks like it's got one business shirt sleeve rolled up. And like a pens in the all, pocket, yeah, pens in the pocket, exactly. But they're missiles. But it looks like pens no. in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, sure. Perfect, perfect. You've bloody done it again. Let's Put it on the it. whiteboard. Put it on the whiteboard. But this universe is just not that engaging. No, see, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Get what worked in the first one. Yeah. Put that on screen. Okay, sure. I don't care about, you. I don't care about Charlie Hunnam. I don't care about the, the little girl who's like, oh, I got saved by, by Idris Elba. Now I'm a pilot, but I'm all sad all the time. Make sure you take your anti-cancer pills, Idris Elba. Yeah, exactly. He's dead, by the way, in that franchise. So he's oh, not coming yeah. back. <sighs> anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, Daredevil. <laughs> Great. Or, Daredevil's yeah, back. so Stephen denied. He was, yeah, he was going to do the um the Sinister Six spinoff at one point, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, what happened to that? Because I was thinking about talking about that today. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, we can. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about but, it. But um, no, it, because The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not well received, they yeah. just kind of scrapped that universe. Okay. So, it's all done. Yeah. I w- it wouldn't surprise me if it turns up at some point, especially yeah. if um, Suicide Squad works. Yeah. Then they'll be like, well, Spider-Man's got villains too. <laughs> so, you know. Spider-Man's got the greatest rights gallery. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll never know how that fight between Spider-Man and the, the rhino went. That's right. Mm. Oh yeah, we'll never, we'll literally never know never that. Know, yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, he was killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was squashed. Mm. All right. Um, did you see the Justice League tease photo? So it started. Oh, it's going to start filming on April 11th. Oh, Remember yeah. there was that article we talked about that was like, it's doomed. It's doomed. That's right, yeah. There was that rumor. So you know that I mean, it hasn't actually started yet. <laughs> and they they went back to, to the drawing board and they're like, how can we fix this? <laughs> Get set photo. photo. Get a yeah. set photo. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the problem with this whole DC universe has just been, it's been so long that it's just people have kind of got mad and yeah. jumped to conclusions. Because somebody tweeted me the other day and said- I'm mad and jumping to conclusions all the time. That's right. I don't give a darn. <gasps> that's right. I should, yeah. I should go back and bleep that out. You should bleep that out, I think. <laughs> but somebody mentioned on Twitter the other day to me that we started this podcast- after that movie was announced, Batman v Superman. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. Our our entire podcast, in a way, hinges on 
Batman v Superman never coming out. <laughs> so, but anyway, this this photo though, it's it's interesting because it shows uh, some some things. There's potentially a Nightwing costume. Yeah. There's uh like some maybe some Mera concept art. Yeah, yeah. And at the very back on the left, you see the new Flash costume. That's right. Or or variation on it. So it's very mm. shiny, very sleek. Yep. It's very kind of new fifty two esque, I would say. It's hard yeah. to really tell. What do you Let think? Let me just say it looks mm. better than the T V version. Yeah, agree, yeah, totally. I agree with that. And I don't hate the T V version. I mean it's T V. You you do what you bloody can. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's way better than the eighties, not early nineties one. That weird foam. Is it rubber. though? There's a certain appeal to that. What's the appeal? That it's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> It looks it looks exactly like it would fit in, like if he crossed over with a Tim Burton Batman. I, that's I'm sure that that's, was the point. That was the point. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, they bloody nailed it then, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But no, it's um, it's it, it's exciting that it's you know that all this is kind of finally rolling out. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was talking about before I said rumors and whatever, and Batman's taking forever to come out and mm-hmm. all that because it was delayed. Remember, it was supposed to come out like last year, yeah. and they pushed it back. But, um, Good, because as soon as they release it, this podcast done. <laughs> That's right, we're, we're over. Uh, so there's been talk of this Batman v Superman smear campaign that's been subtly bubbling. Who, under... who created this smear campaign? Good question, Mason. Was it you? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I don't give two hoots. Oh, come on, mate. No, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll be... Yeah. <laughs> so if you type in... Batman v Superman Reign, yes, as all separate words into Twitter. Yeah, there are thousands of tweets that Rain, have R A I N R A I N that yeah. have th- that are bots. Okay, that have the variation on Batman v Superman will have a will be a two hour tracking shot of every character crying in the rain, and there are thousands of these. Wow, like somebody and and not only that they've set it up so they're slightly tweaked. So the spelling errors and, and whatever, wow. so they can't get flagged. Oh, so, I see. Right, right, right. Yeah. If they're identical, the, the Twitter you could just delete algorithm yeah. and find them all. Okay. So look, in all honesty, I don't think any of this will matter once the movie comes out. Yeah. I mean, because there's also people coming out this week and saying who have, who have seen it or and the buzz is good. Uh-huh. So obviously, though, whoever's speaking to people behind the scenes... Not everyone's going to have the same opinion. So, say if you speak to your DC Insider source, which I know you have, yeah, and they might say it's crap. It's, and es- then, it's Ezra Miller. It's Ezra Miller, and then yeah. I might speak to mine, which yeah. I definitely have, and they say it's great. So it just depends who you you obviously get. But you know, all this will all come to a head in you going through that Twitter feed. Yeah, it's all there, right? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, this isn't a real thing. Nobody's actually bothered to do this. But no, it's uh. Apparently, it goes back like a year, like, and then some, which is very interesting. Yeah, great. Love it. So, there you go. Mm. But like I said, it won't matter in month, three weeks, whenever this comes out, because... It's either going to be good or it won't. It's going to be good or yeah. right. And you know what? It, it looks... It does a lot of it... Oh, look, I wish they didn't release as much of it as they as they have, mm. but no, it looks, it looks great. All right. What am I doing? Where am I at? What's the problem? What's, what's your deal? <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible. So you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects.
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Um, so we've t- there's been speak- talk also of an R-rated, the next Wolverine movie is going to be R-rated. Yes. And of course, there was also the story this week that there's going to be a Blu-ray cut of Batman v, v Superman, Superman that, yeah. That's R-rated also because it includes sequences of violence. Oh. Does this... Not sensuality. I wish. Well, mm. there's that bathtub scene. Oh, yeah. There you mm. go. But is there... Is that exciting to you that there's going to be this or there's potentially going to be this R-rated cut? Or are you like, I'd rather see that at the cinema? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think? No, I've got no interest. In an R-rated I mean, look, cut? Clearly, this is just DC going. Well, Deadpool made a whole bunch of money, sure, and it's R-rated. Yep. So put it up on the whiteboard. Ours is ours is R-rated as well. There's heaps of there's cussing, and because some of the say your grandpappy's <laughs> Superman, because real, real, he'll 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 punch you. Because normally they don't announce these things until like a bit later, or yeah. they'll be like, oh, maybe there's an R-rated cut. Like the the Wolverine has an R-rated cut, mm-hmm. and um. And and whatever. So yeah, you think this is this is very much like a reaction? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That whiteboard must be pretty full at this point. <laughs> just just the scrollings of a bad man. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you don't care then. <sighs> what what are they gonna? What I'm gonna? What is the what is the criteria for R rating? For R rating in America? I couldn't tell you. I'm gonna look it up so we can discuss this yeah. at great depth with with bloody insight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, as as we know, we know. Yes. R-rated in the US is different than R-rated for us. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. R-rated here is 18. Yeah, so it's more like an NC-17 here. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So what are the specifications? I'm st- I'm st- it's thinking. You on my Wi-Fi? Yeah, your man cave Wi-Fi is very slow. I think you mean regular room. Is that what you mean? No, that's not what I mean. No, <laughs> no. I can look it up on my computer mm. on here. It's weird because you've got this you've got this WWE <laughs> Wi-Fi router here, like this themed one. Looks like Vince McMahon. I don't know why. It was a gift. Ah, I don't know why it's so slow. Okay, here we go. Motion picture rating system. I bet this is a real bloody exciting website, this yep. one, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. just a real thriller minute. 
But there's so much legislation in the footnotes. <laughs> yep. Well, R restricted. It just says under 17 requires a comforting parent or adult guardian contains some adult material. Parents are urged to learn more about the film before taking their young children with them. That's all it says on Wikipedia. Okay, great. Thanks, yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah, you've, yeah. I think it just depends. Like certain things can push it over the edge. You know, whether it be violence or nudity or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. explicit language. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit. Fine. Let's bloody get into it because yeah. what we're going to talk about this week is what we mentioned last week. Is that we're going to talk about the topic of the show this week. Yes. <laughs> is R-rated comic book movies that we'd One make- of these days you're actually going to have a stroke while, <laughs> while the podcast is happening. And I'll be like, ha, 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 good idea. Good idea, mate. You stumble with your, your funny words, ha, ha, ha. And then, then I'll just keep talking and then I'll look over and you'll have stopped moving. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You'll put that one up though, won't you? Yeah. Yeah, good. That'll be, that's my last wish. No editing and I won't <laughs> put any... Won't put the themes in or anything, and I won't add any. Like I won't do the letters theme in honor of you or anything. I'll just straight up. Yeah. So yeah, we thought we'd talk about R-rated uh, comic book properties, or that could potentially be R-rated movies. Yeah. Adult comic book movies. Ooh. Because obviously Hollywood has gone into a bit of a furore. But yep. Is that the appropriate word for this? Frenzy. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, to trying to desperately trying to find like the next Deadpool. Yeah. Ah. Uh, for you, is there any in particular that stand out that you would like to see? I'll kick it off. Okay, here we go. Another Ghost Rider movie. Okay, we should <laughs> we should break this down it's into... It's not a real one, by the way. Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> I think that could work. Mm. I think we should break it down into, like, ones we'd like to see. Yes. But also ones that would probably never... Like, we'll never get another shot at a Ghost Rider movie, surely. Do you think we'll see him in Netflix? Uh, I think we might see him... Now that we've got Doctor Strange coming out, right, right. I think we might see him make an appearance yeah. in a big battle sequence or sure. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if... May, I, you know, I think maybe if there's a Doctor Strange sequel, mm. we might see him... Like when you've got your Avengers supporting cast, when you've got, you know, uh, War Machine and Falcon and etc. Yeah. Who, who may not get their own film. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe... But they, you know, gather them together for the battle against Ultron or whatever. Yeah. I think... Ultron's back. Yeah, he's back. And he's magic now. <laughs> he's got a little hat <laughs> and a wand. Um, You know, I think maybe if, if there's a Doctor Strange sequel and he needs to gather up some magical... Sure. Or def- the Defenders? No, yeah. He wouldn't be in the Defenders. Not in the first yeah. series. Yeah, but if, if Doctor Strange needs to, like, summon up a whole bunch of, ba- you know, team members... Yeah. Ghost Rider might be one of those. Absolutely. Mm. Will it be? Well, we won't see Nicolas Cage. Will it be a Nicolas Cage voiceover? No, I think once. <laughs> uh, I think that's done. I think yep. he bloody he had a, he had two chances, didn't he? Uh-huh. He got two more chances than he should have got. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I've never seen Spirit of Vengeance. So Pretty I good. It's all right. Yeah? It's better than the first one, certainly. No, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like the design of the second mm. one. I think. Although, it's cool. like the final piece of the final action sequence is in the trailer. I don't even remember. Does that? Is it on a? Windy road or something? No, there's a bit where like you see you see Ghost Rider like whip a chain around a dude and fling him up into the air mm. and like you see the chain play out in his like through his hand yeah. and then he stops like he whips his hand closed and he stops the chain and then he pulls him down back into the ground. Right. And it's like a real like it, it's a it's a choice bit of action. Yeah. And it's like, oh that's that's a really good ghost rider kinda. Yeah. It's ghost ridery, that's nice. That's like the last thing that happens in the movie. Ah, great. So great. Awesome. Well done, idiots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks great though. Yeah, it sure mm-hmm. sure yeah. bloody does. So mm-hmm. no, I don't really need to see it. What's your actual one. what's your actual one? Uh Nemesis. Oh, which sure. I think they are making, especially 
Well, they what's, are making that. Well, it is created it. by Golden Boy Mark Miller. That's right. Who's, who's had heaps of stuff converted to or upcoming the, stuff that yeah. you know that that will be. Um, for those people who don't know, I re- I really like Nemesis. People say that it's kind of light on story and heavy on cussing like the visuals and cussing. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know gore and all that, which is I guess true. But I don't know. I I really enjoyed the premise of it. That being there's this guy that turns up into whatever city it is. Let's say it's New York City. Forget mm-hmm. about it. I don't remember which. And he's basically like the opposite of Batman. Not yes. like because he's bad at everything, mm-hmm. but <laughs> he's evil Batman. Yes. He's he's the, essentially in this world, there is only one sort of superhuman person. There's, mm. there's one costumed, uh, per, there's one, he's not a superhuman. No. But he's he's the one costumed character in this world and he's a bad guy. Yeah. And he's got like, Super high tech weapons, yeah, and he's got an army of henchmen, yeah, and he's like a skilled martial artist, yeah. And he's a, you know, he's got a costume and gadgets and what have he's you. He's got a bright white kind of Batman. Yeah, he's costume got a, he's got a costume that that's, that's completely yeah, all white mm. with a cape, and essentially he goes around the world to various cities, mm. and he finds the, the I guess the premier lawman of every city, yeah, and he delivers he has them delivered a card, and it says you will die on this date at this time, yeah, and then. That always happens. Like he yes. finds a way. No matter how good this person is, he finds a way to kill them. Yeah. And yep. essentially, at the start of Nemesis, the series, he shows up in America, like his first time in America, and he finds this this tough guy cop yeah. and says, "Lee finds the Liam Neeson of cops." He finds the Liam Neeson <laughs> of cops and basically says, "I'm going to kill you." And it's yeah. basically this race against time for this good guy to stop him before. Yes. And he's always seemingly one step ahead. And, yeah. You know, even when you think you got him, he's maybe you maybe you don't got him. Maybe you don't got him. Yeah. Mm. And it hints at like a wider conspiracy of. Oh, don't spoil I won't, it. I won't spoil it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. well, there is they're talking about sequel comic as well. Uh-huh. There's like a red version of oh. Nemesis who who turns up. But okay. I, I think it's well worth a read, and yeah. I think it would make a really interesting yeah. movie. You know what is? I read an article this week. Did you fancy I, pants? Yeah, that's right. I can read. I can read. <laughs> Everybody out there can get stuff. Oh, Oi, come on, mate. No, no, I said it. Look, we've care. all had a laugh. Yeah, no, I'll say what I'll, I'll say what I think. That's why everybody loves me on the internet. That's why I'm an internet celebrity. But it basically, it was an article about how the the R-rated, the more adult properties, the ones that have worked, mm. like that are that are critically successful, yeah. and commercially successful, have sort of been kind of their deconstructions. Of the genre, right. they're kind of revisionist. So Deadpool, it isn't just a superhero movie where he just kills a whole bunch of people. Yes, it's a yes. superhero movie where he's like, "Look what! Look, I'm in a ridiculous costume and everything's fun, and I'm I'm talking to you, the audience, yep. and I'm having a good time, and it's silly and and what have you." Okay. So like, they've got something to say. They've got something to say, as opposed to like Spawn, just yeah. And so like mm. like Nemesis, yeah, it's sort of this reversal of the, the whole Batman yes. situation. Like, what if Batman turned out to be a lunatic? It's not like... I mean, more so. Yeah, more so a lunatic. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's got it's got something to say. It's got an interesting spin. You couldn't... Yeah. You can't, it, it's difficult to just go, okay, well, it's Batman, but he's he's punching everybody. It's violence, super violence. Right. There's blood and gore. Like, you can't just, you can't just go, okay, it's Batman, but he's just going to punch people real hard in the skulls and you'll see their skulls crack in or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, why... It goes to that X-ray. Yeah, cam, it goes to the X-ray. The cam. Model Combat the, X-ray. Cam. You see the skull go in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I feel like, and if you think of something like, I th- it was probably not commercially successful, but something I enjoyed is the film Super. Yes, with Rain Wilson, which yeah. is basically what if actual regular people put on 
But like more so than Kick-Ass. Because yeah, Kick-Ass so ended up with like jetpacks and mini guns. Yeah, see, that's, to me, that one exactly didn't work because it was like, huh? I liked it. We're, yeah. abo- we're above the superhero genre, but at the same time, they were right in there. Yeah, yeah. But like super is just like, what if you got regular people who aren't trained or even in particularly good shape yeah. decided one day to snap and put on a superhero costume? Real bad things would happen kind of that's thing. That's right, exactly. Mm. And so I uh, one that I... Um, Watchmen is see that's also a deconstruction again. Yes. I don't know how commercially successful it was, but I, I think I'm it did okay. Going. I think it did yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, one that I would probably like to see is maybe the another three hundred sequel. Yes, the boy. <laughs> yeah, the boys up. Yeah, no, I, I actually just put that into my reading list to, yeah. to, to check out. So the boys is basically it's um, it's boys with a Z, isn't it? No, it's boys with an S. Why'd you even read it then? Look, I thought maybe the content would be more extreme than a very dull title. <laughs> Boys with an S. All right, let's give it a try. But basically, it's Garth Ennis who uh, created Preacher and Hitman yep. and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. All things that you would also love to see, I assume. Yeah. Always getting Preacher, aren't we? We're getting yeah. Preacher. I'd love to see Hitman. Yeah. Um, they can't make a Hitman because of the Hitman movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, idiots. Thanks, Timothy Oliphant and the other guy. <laughs> You're directly responsible. I know that they were your passion projects. But basically, The Boys is uh, set in a universe where there are superheroes, Yeah, but... The government doesn't trust them to Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the government doesn't trust them to stay in line and be responsible, and so they've put together a team of just regular boys. Hum- yeah, regular boys. Are there girls in the team too? There are sometimes girls in the team. Yes, good. And it's basically just they're like highly trained government operatives. They're military people. Yep. Who track down and eliminate superheroes when they step out of line. I like that a lot. And it's it's super bloody and it's funny. And it, it's it sort of feeds into Garth Ennis's hatred of superheroes generally. <laughs> yes, Again, doesn't. every time he releases something, I'm like, why are you even why make a, a comic book series with superheroes in it at all? Just do something you like. Just do <laughs> just do a just write a comic that's got people in it and they have fun conversations. I'd I'd read that. Doesn't sell. Doesn't I guess. Yeah. I yeah, not not well, not as yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because he he has written some of the, like the most iconic like superhero stories. Yes, and yet he hates he superhero. hates him so much. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the boy sounds great. It's I'm gonna read that good, this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what kind of team? What what do they use to take down superheroes? Real big guns. Is it just depending on what the superhero is? Pretty much. Yeah. So is there like a Superman esque character? I like, don't spoil too much. Spoil it all. No, I won't. All right, but I guess see that's the thing. Like going into it. You would the the question in bringing it to the screen is: Do you have a Superman esque character? Yeah. Or do you do you just have more? It would be hard to build a balance and not go into copyright infringement and not. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? You know what, who you know who they, who they could use? Who's that? Hancock. They could set it in the. Oh, Hancock they could set it in the Hancock. Universe. Universe. Oh, that'd be so good. <sighs> Yeah. And they could defeat him by like throwing Charlize Theron at him. <laughs> yes. And then they lose their powers. And then, he, then they just shoot him through the head. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, but another another series that I'd like to see. Mm. Um, and again, and again, it's it's kind of a de- it's a deconstruction of the genre. Sure. But it's also a satire of DC as a whole. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Um, is well in when it was created originally it was called Squadron Supreme. Yeah. But I then. Am. In the 2000s, uh, Marvel Max released a series called Supreme Power. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about we've talked about it briefly. I think we I'm have, sure. yeah. Because I was I was thinking back because we're talking about R-rated stuff, yeah. And I went, okay, well, what's you know, Marvel had their their imprint called Marvel Max, which was basically like 
This ain't your grandpa, he's superheroes again. We're, do, we're, doing, we're doing it again. <laughs> like your Punisher Max. And yeah, whatever, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of it was kind of, there was, there was some good series in it, but there were also some series that were basically just, here's, here's a, a character you like, but there's weird violence and sex stuff for the sake of it kind of thing. Like sure. there was a Nick Fury miniseries and he was always off visiting sex workers and whatever. And I'm like, what's even the point of this? What are you doing? <laughs> but there was a, yeah. So basically way, way back in the day, right? there was a series called Squadron Supreme. Mm-hmm. Like the Avengers went to a parallel universe and they encountered Squadron Supreme who were basically like the Justice League, like variations of the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. So there was Hyperion instead of Superman. Yeah. There was Nighthawk instead of Batman. There was the Wizard instead of the Flash. Yes, yes. And so we have fun. <laughs> um, and basically they had a separate series, which was, a, uh, they had a spin-off series, which was set in their own universe, which mm. is basically, if you've got all these superpowers and this incredible technology and you could essentially stop all crime and all war, why wouldn't you do that? Like, why don't the Justice League do right, that? Yeah. And essentially it sort of went into like, okay, they got technology to kind of alter people's minds. You know, they go, uh, okay, okay, this is a super criminal, but we don't want him to be a super criminal anymore. So let's just alter his, you know, well, brain chemistry. Alter, whatever, alter his yeah. brain chemistry so he doesn't want to be a, a super villain anymore kind mm. of thing. And, the, you know, the, the, the squad of Supreme sort of broke up because, you know, some of them were like, well, this is... You know, what are we doing? What are we doing with this? Yeah. Exactly, kind of thing. And then, you know, it, it all came to a head and, you know, everything fell to pieces. Sure. And I bet there was a great splash page when that happened. I bet there was a battle oh, splash page. <laughs> so many sound effects, so many thought balloons, <laughs> so many people thinking about their powers as they use them. Anyway, so um, in the 2000s, Marvel Max released a series called Supreme Power. Mm. And it was essentially the same thing, but it was, it was from the. the Basically, from the perspective of Hyperion, right. who was a you know he he was rocketed to Earth mm. in a little spaceship as a child, and he landed like in a you know it's just like Batman's origin. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like Batman's <laughs> origin. So he lands in a Kansas farm, just like Bruce Wayne did, <laughs> and he and he's found by a kindly couple, but then it he's immediately like taken away by the government, right? And they put him in like an underground like fake like Midwestern town and he's raised by government agents. And he doesn't know that. No, he he's sort of he's sort of aware, but it, like that's his whole universe, so he doesn't really know. So he goes to like school with like kids who are acting? It's unclear. Okay. No, I think I think he's sort of homeschooled. Right. But basically in that and they you know, they tell him all about the world, but it's kind of skewed to like, oh the the US won the Vietnam War and all this kind of thing. Right, right. And then eventually he figures out that he's being lied to and what have you yeah. and he's being and he escapes into the world. Mm. And like, uh, they've taken like elements of his ship and they've used it to make like super weapons. Right. And they've like, like there's like a crystal from the ship and it's been put on like a like a government assassin and it becomes this character called Doctor Spectrum, who's a lot like Green Lantern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it turns out that when his ship entered into the Earth's atmosphere, it like spread a virus across the world, and so. People who are infected when they had children, some of those children also had superpowers. Right, okay. and it's sort of the the um, the what from what they can tell, like those super beings that have grown on Earth, are sort of have been built to be a challenge to him. Oh, like that's he, right. Like I remember to kind of yeah to like hunt like to battle him for whatever reason, like to train him up for something for a specific purpose. Yeah, and the, and the series like the the entire universe sort of exploded. Yeah. Before we got to that. Yeah. But like it was a really interesting premise. And I and again I think that's that's a good deconstruction of the genre in the sense that like, well, Superman was raised by this kindly couple. Yes. And they taught him right from wrong and they taught him to be, you know, the truth and justice in the American way or whatever. But what if he was ended up in the hands of a whole bunch of jerks in the government? That's right. Yeah. And again, I'd really like to see this come to 
the screen. Yes. But I'm sure DC would be very upset. Absolutely, they would. But and how far could you? How much could you get away with? So they're they're all Marvel characters. Yes. So can you imagine Marvel doing? I think it would be hilarious. Like imagine if they imagine if tomorrow they're like, "Hey, surprise everyone! We built our own Justice League movie before the Justice League movie came out. It's finished already. How about this?" That'd be so good. That would be great. That is definitely something I'd like to see. Yeah. But do you feel like we'd need to get a standard Justice League movie before people could appreciate that? Yeah, maybe. Then you could really deconstruct it. Yeah, you could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, that sounds incredible. I mean, mm. to people who kind of know, you know, the universes, like the DC universe and that, I think that's particularly interesting. But yeah, I think we might need to go down that route. Mm. Just get some bloody bog standard Justice League movies out of the way. Yeah, I guess. I feel like the Justice League movies might also be a deconstruction of the Justice League. It looks yeah, it's like. It's tough to say, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about um, Moon Knight? John's bloody written in as well for Moon Knight. A lot of people have said Moon Knight. Moon Knight would be good. Moon Knight's basically. Basically, bat- what we all want. of these are basically what, Batman. Yeah, what we want. What we want. Ultimately, all we want is uh, Batman, but he's wearing all white, so he gets a whole bunch of blood on him. <laughs> That's right, exactly. That's, yeah. So there's been like a whole lot of variations on Moon Knight, but the latest kind of incarnation. Yes. It's this kind of street level potentially psychotic oh, he's kind of, psychotic, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh-huh. kind of got a handle on it yes a lot of the time uh kind of street level hero uh-huh. I can, who, who writes the current run i can't remember i that. can't remember either yeah. but the, the first run like the first reboot was um mm. uh warren ellis yes he, he did the writing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is um, it one of your faves yeah he's one of my faves yeah he'll yeah. probably come up in this again i don't doubt yeah, it yeah because yeah. i won't bloody shut up about him and of course, the the one that we've talked about before, like one of the the best Moon Knight comics, is all it is is him kind of running up a building raid style. I think to rescue a child. Is yes, that it right? is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just takes out like goon after goon in the most kind of brutal yeah. kind of kind of way possible. So any, I don't know. I just I like the idea of this bat. Like, can someone make a mm. if Batman was a lunatic movie? I don't care if what va- what <laughs> yeah. variation. Yeah, of it's it fine. Is, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Warren Ellis wrote it. Declan Shelby was did the art. Jordan Belair did the inking, and it gotcha. was it's real, real nice. They went on to they're they're actually doing another series called Injection, which is very good. What's that about? Uh, it's about it's basically about these five uh, like out of the box thinkers. Like, there's a scientist, and there's like an MI six operative, and there's a computer hacker, and there's like a Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Uh, like a detective guy. A Benedict Cumberbatch. A Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. And like a like a philosopher who's also might be like a wizard, like an English wizard. Is he maybe not though? No, he definitely is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> well, he definitely might. is. Okay. Anyway, basically they get together to, there's a, there's like a company gets them together to like build a, like a, a mathematical model to determine like where the world's going to go, like in the future. Right, right. Like how, how's technology going to come out? How's culture? How's society? And they do all these this modeling and they're like, not actual modeling, not catwalk, catwalk modeling. Oh, boo! Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> There's no montages where they try on different hats. But basically, they they build this mathematical model, and they're like, "Oh, humanity's just kind of going to stall." Right. Like it's not going. So they're like, "We'll build something called the injection." Yeah. And that will, that will like shake things up a little bit. Mm. Like it'll shake the world up a little bit, and it'll get people thinking, and kind right, of like, right. it'll get, get you know, there'll be some new ideas, basically. But basically. What even they, bigger iPads or even smaller exactly. iPads. Exactly. <laughs> iPads. Look, this could this could be any size. The iPad the size of a room. One of those, you know, you go into a shopping mall and there's like a big like a big screen and you can touch it. And those are real cli- real crisp now. Yeah. Those big kind of banners. Anyway, one of those for the home. One of those for the bloody home. On, on, the your front of your fridge. Yeah. on your fridge. <laughs> anyway, so they build this they're like, we'll we'll create this thing called the injection. Yeah. And it'll save humanity. 
but then it turns out it's going to kill us all. What is it? I'm not going to spoil it. You're terrible at... You know what? You're good at bloody burying the lead, mate. Yeah. No, not burying the lead. Not burying the lead. Thank exactly. you. But anyway, uh, so basically they build it and they're like, oh, we've made Shit. a terrible... Yeah, so, so it, it, the series picks up like a couple of years later mm. and they have to... De- it's it's these, these people have to sort of band back together to deal with the big iPad that they made. Yeah, the big iPad that is flying around, <laughs> just crashing it, just knocking people over in the streets. But yeah, they have to sort of deal with the repercussions of this thing they created. It's sort of creating this weird stuff around the world. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay, it's cool. really good. Yeah. Anyway, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. no, that, I don't really have anything else to say. No, about but it's it. it's good. And then like the first, it's the whole series has been really good. But that first, yeah. first six issues, very good. And he fights like, you know, he fights like super criminals, mm. and he fights like ghosts and yes. all sorts of like it, it, it runs the gamut it's, real it's good. a bloody weird and wacky adventures isn't yeah, it's it real good, yeah. and maybe he's reincarnated i can't remember oh, i gotta read yeah. that again mm-hmm. i haven't read in a while mm-hmm. uh james has written it in he says he's is the, it you no he's, he's the official no, not sneaky that, one in <laughs> official no not that james of the podcast oh very good says either he, he wrote a few but the one i picked out is either carnage usa or the latest run carnage 2015 both of which are brilliant and have either Flash Thompson versus Venom or Eddie Brock Toxin hunting down carnage in a, t- in a mine or town are strongly recommended uh, for Ooh, what we're reading, okay. which is our famous segment made yeah. famous by us doing it every week. Uh, do you can't you a fan of carnage? I'd like to see a more kind of lunatic because all the... He's all, very 90s, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but all the Spider-Man villains we've seen will be like, what if a professor that Peter Parker knows isn't maybe a nice guy anymore? Right. Like they're all, all the villains of that. Yeah. Uh, not all of them. Most of them. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what happened in The Amazing Spider-Man? No, that was a professor. Yeah. And then Amazing Spider-Man 2 was... Electro. He was a... Pro- oh, yeah, he was some kind of... It was Jamie Foxx. It was his birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday, <laughs> but nobody knew it was his birthday and he couldn't talk to girls. That's right. I remember. Yeah, I I guess I'd like to see a kind of non-sympathetic Spider-Man villain done right. well. Uh-huh. And Carnage is really... He makes Venom look nice. Yeah, that's know? true, I mean, Venom's yeah. kind of a good guy now anyway. It's all uh-huh. kind of... Kind of whatever, uh-huh. but uh, you, you, but you think like no, he's very kind of nineties and he's a bit dated. I don't see. That's the thing. Like I feel it's kind of like it's kind of a character that's violence for violence' sake, right, kind right, of thing. Yeah. And you have to set him up against like if you you have to set him up against a, like a Spider Man. Mm. Like I don't know. It's too dark. Too dark. Know, maybe it's too dark for the movies. I don't know. Too dark for a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. So no, you're saying I'm gonna say no. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I think that sounds Sorry, James, you, because you've sent that one in. <laughs> I like the idea of like Eddie Brock or Flash Thompson hunting Carnage down, though, uh-huh. in a mine or a town, as opposed to like New York, forget about it. Like, you know, something a bit different. Okay. Maybe if you did like um, The Descent, but with like Carnage. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. All right. That's what, I mean, I haven't read that comic. I, don't I guess know what you it sort is, of but... have to set up Venom existing. Yes, you absolutely then... do, yeah. You're, we're about four movies away from this, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because they keep fucking up Spider-Man. Yeah, so we can... <laughs> we're seven or eight movies away. I mean, they'll keep making them because they make enough money to keep making sequels, but... They do. A yeah, lot of merch, mate. Just get a good one first. Get a bloody good one out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not all bad, though. Yeah. Mm. You got one there? Here's one, and we were talking about, you know, re- like Ghost Rider. Yes. You know, we could make another one, but should we make another one? Here's no. one that I feel maybe people wouldn't accept... Just because of what's come before it, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see an R-rated mask, the mask. Okay, the mask. sure, yeah. Because that's how we started. I mean, that's he's a Deadpool esque kind of. That's it's kind of what we got. Yeah, see, yeah. I, and I feel maybe that would kickstart it off again. Like, right. oh, you can have violence and you can have funny together. Yeah. 
Because the mask started as yeah, essentially super a violent. super violent. Uh, it was he, Looney he made, Tunes character. Yeah, I sort guess. of. Yeah, he got more sort of Tex Avery Looney Tunes mm. as when the movie came out. They the, the character sort of was softened a bit. Yeah, like in some versions he was super, still super violent. Some versions he wasn't. Mm. But like in the in his original appearance, the the original the first couple of issues. He appeared in a comic called Mayhem, I think, first, and then right. he got his own limited series. But like the the first couple of appearances, it follows the movie. Mm. Like the movie follows that that initial couple of appearances, but just like with super super violent repercussions all the right. time. So like in the movie, at one point he's being chased by the police, mm. and they corner him in an alley, and like they put a spotlight on him, and he's dressed like a like a yeah like a like a bloody mariachi no, like a yeah like a mariachi kind yeah. of singer and he's got yeah. like maracas and he sings the Cuban Pete Rumba yeah and like due to his magical powers like everybody dances along and gets in a conga line and then he escapes mm. but in the original version he's running from the police because his girlfriend took possession of the mask so he like like his ex girlfriend so he broke into a house right. to get it back and right. she calls the police on him and he like runs away from the cops and then he puts the mask on and then in running away from them, he kills them all. Like he kills like 10 cops. <laughs> right. Like it starts off much the same. Like he distracts them with a little bit of... Oh, really? Like There's a, a little bit of razzmatazz. A little, 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 little bit of razzmatazz and he just machine guns them all to death. Oh, good lord. So I, like, I'm, I, we, I wouldn't expect him to do a remake of the original because yeah. that would be real weird. Yeah. But just maybe like a continuation or... Maybe like a sequel to Son of the Mask, you know what I mean? Nobody saw Son of the Mask. I don't don't think you need to adhere to the Son of the Mask continuity. Continuity, no, that's gone. I don't know whether people would accept it. That's what I'm saying. Because, for one, people like that first movie. Yes. Personally, Mm -hmm. I think it's shit. Really? And I thought it was shit when I okay. saw it. Yeah, when Even I when kid. you saw it? How old yeah. were you when you saw it? Oh, I would have been, been like, like nine. Nine, eight, nine, I don't know. But, um... Why did you think that? It was... I don't, just obnoxious. I'm fascinated and, by this. Because surely that's everything a nine-year-old likes at no, that age. I don't know. I remember thinking at the well, time, too, like, I should... No, I, I liked a bunch of crap. Yeah, you did. But um, to me, I don't know, I just found it really kind of abrasive and just I like the special effects I remember the catchphrases no smoking no I hated that Um, I hated these big stupid hats somebody stop me somebody bloody stop him Mm. and I I think I I just I've no I don't I don't would you see would you see one where he like brings an end to the world yeah definitely of course I would yeah great yes of course I would I don't know. I, I, I liked Ace Ventura at the time but I just didn't I didn't like the mask Uh I don't know why I don't know what it was Careful, dog. She's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bloody dog cast, am yeah. I right? Mm-hmm. And and also, I think you'd have to... People have fondness for that movie. And also, on the back of Deadpool, people would go, well, they've just bloody Deadpoolified the mask. Right, Even though the okay, mask, yeah. I guess, kind of did it first. Yeah. In the comics, at least, anyway. Uh-huh. Though he doesn't break the fourth wall, does he, I assume? I haven't read it. In the mask? Yeah. Oh, not initially, but I think in later stuff, he definitely does. Sure. Mm-hmm. I bet he jumps from panel to panel. No, he never does. Oh, my God. That's he's right. never done. You've read all the masks, have he's you? Sub- he's, he's subverted your expectations. He certainly has. Well done, Jim Carrey's the mask. Mm-hmm. What about this one? Okay, I'm ready. I feel like, and we talked about it briefly earlier. The mask. You're absolutely <laughs> yes. right. Um, I would like to see an R-rated Batman movie, but R-rated for the right reasons. Okay, give me an example. Uh, you know, like The Killing Joke 
an Arkham Asylum style movie where it's all like the game where it's all set in the Arkham Asylum, yep, okay. like the comic even. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just just take like a grim kind of Batman story. Uh-huh. And I've said this before, not every Batman story has to be like, someone's taken over the city. Mm. Get the- got, a, got a machine and <laughs> makes a ray and then the ray... <laughs> Max, you, then you you drink the water and you go crazy. That's exactly it. Mm. Why why can't we just see a kind of low level Batman dealing with thugs or mm-hmm. you know like a or a rogues gallery? But they're not try- They don't have a big plan. Maybe their plan is just to kill him. Sure, like trap him in Arkham Asylum and kill uh-huh. him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just this kind of they just kind of mess with his head and uh-huh. I don't know any just any variation on a Batman movie we haven't really seen mm-hmm. something low key, something kind of. A bit darker, a bit dark nighter. Oh, what do you have any any? Do you care about that? Any of that? What I just said. When you say darker, though, see the issue is: do you is when no, you say I don't mean, mean more like, violent. No, not a. I just mean. See, it's a tough. Uh, it's a tough. What do I mean by dark? I don't know. Just, it's a tough way to go because, again, like I said, you can't just have Batman like hitting people harder. No, it's kind of odd. Yeah, and, but he also can't have like. It's difficult, especially I think in in the. Like a cinematic universe to have like... I hit my microphone. Sorry. We all heard it. (laughs) Boy, that reverberated throughout history. Um, To have like like a character like Mr. Zaz, who's like a a diabolical, insane serial killer. Well, you've never seen Gotham then, have you? Yeah, (laughs) see? But but and to go, but I guess in in at least in Gotham, you've got cops who would be willing to shoot him. Yes. And it's like it's... I don't know, for whatever reason, in comic books, I don't seem to mind that there's a character called Mr. Zaz who's this serial killer who doesn't even think people are real and so he's happy to just slash their throats and then assemble them in a fun household scene or whatever (laughs) and Batman is okay with not killing him. But in a movie... In a movie kind of universe, it's very odd that that he wouldn't... Like, it always strikes me as odd that he wouldn't go, well, this guy's too dangerous to live. I should kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird that that... The line only exists in the comic books for me, right? So you so, think it doesn't translate well to live action? I feel action. it'd be, it, yeah. If you put if you put a character like that in, mm. it would it'd strike me as it's a really odd. It would strike me as this really odd disconnect where I'm like, well, why doesn't he just kill him? I don't. I think they'd probably end it where Zaz kills himself. Maybe he knocks some rocks in a. Maybe tower. he knocks some rocks. <laughs> no, <poor one>. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know. always yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's the thing. Like you always have in these movies, you always have the villain because you can't have him live. Yeah. I, mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So no Batman R-rated movie. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I never. I I just can't see it working. I don't know why. No, fair enough. Yeah. No, I think I think you know what we should do a whole episode on Batman movies we want to see. Okay, let's do it now. Yes. What are okay. you doing right now? Gotta to, gotta to go in a sec. All right, so we'll just wrap up whatever this shit is. <laughs> now we'll definitely come back to that though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Batman movies we want to see. I'd feel like I feel like I have to bring this up. We've talked about it dozens of times. I think we're going to get a variation on it anyway. We won't talk about it for long. Old Man Logan. That's it's probably going to be, gonna be yeah. Wolverine. Wolverine three. A lot of people kind of tweeted in and wrote in about. Oh, is that not confirmed? I was under no, the not. That was well, Wolverine. Wolverine. Hugh Jackman has said it. <laughs> Wolverine. He's like it rhymes with. Old Man Mogan, and everyone's like, hmm. Mm. He didn't say that, but, you know, he pretty much spelt it out. Uh-huh. But, no, definitely, I, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. But do you care about Lobo at all? 
No. All right. Next. Okay. Philip on Twitter yes. says Swamp Although Thing. there was a Lobo versus the Mask crossover that was uh, pretty good. Weren't they just cutting each other up or whatever? They were just chopping each other to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Isn't the new Lobo like not really Lobo and he turned out to be like, Lobo's got like a different design. He's um, like a, I'm lost in the whole, yeah. Waiting for the, the Lobo next verse. Re- Waiting for the next reboot. <laughs> Rebirth then. Yeah. You're excited, aren't you? What is that again? Ah, it's uh, they're keeping what works and throwing out what doesn't or something right. and then kind of I don't know. Hey DC, I've got a fun idea. How yeah. about how about think harder about what works and what doesn't? You've only had like seventy years. <laughs> uh Philip on Twitter says Swamp Thing. Okay. They've had a crack at Swamp Thing before. They certainly have yep. in that weird tally movie. Do you think people would accept a Swamp Thing movie because he's a weird monster? Like he's like Groot kind of works yes. because he's kind of cute and lovable and he's not the main character. He's part of an ensemble. Part of yeah. an ensemble. But if you're like just this horrible slime moss creature. Yeah, no. He's very kind of unpleasant because to look people, at. Because people don't even really accept a Hulk solo movie. That's the And he's point. just big and green. Yeah. Like he, he looks just like you and me. He certainly does. Except he's slightly larger and green. Slightly, slightly more green. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think, no. I, maybe, maybe a, like a... What about an Animal Man I was just going to say, yeah. there's, there's a lot of people have also said, have had an Animal Man yeah. movie. Mm. And that works. Maybe... If, again, if Suicide Squad works, yes, I do not. I would not be surprised in the slightest if they just start bundling together, yeah, like DC and Marvel D list. What doesn't work? Yeah, <laughs> put them what together. What doesn't work on its own? Just put them together and see if they do. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so, I mean, they could put him in Justice League Dark yeah, if they ever well, get around to that. Yeah, well, that's that's the first. Slip. We have to get a Justice League movie that people like. <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. We just need to get one, and yeah. then we could do a Justice League Dark. Mm. No, I. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of com- different comic book properties should be, though. Just bundle together some superheroes that people want to see that might not necessarily sell book- sell mm. tickets by themselves. Exactly. Just bloody do it, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see another Iron Man movie where he fights a guy in an Iron Man suit. Right. Who's probably his dad's brother's enemy or something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Speaking of that, because we mentioned that earlier, we mentioned Sinister Six. Yes, the pro- see, I would like to see again. If we're talking about Marvel Max, one of the Marvel Max series that I quite liked mm. was a series called The Hood. Yeah, I don't know if you did. You read that one? Is it like The Cape, the TV show? I've never seen that. Is that a Stanley produced property? Of I some don't. Sort? You remember The Cape? His cape was magic. The Hood's Hood is kind of magic. Interesting. But I think this came. This came out in like two thousand and two, maybe. Okay, sure. So if that came out before the Cape, no, it didn't. I mean, it did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorted. Okay, so basically, <laughs> The Hood was essentially it's this this. Real small time criminal, like a like a more a pickpocket or whatever, right? And he finds a magical hood, mm-hmm. like a cloak with a cape kind of situation, and it gives him an assorted magical powers, right? Like he can, like if he holds his breath, he can turn invisible. He can like shoot lightning out of his hand sometimes, kind of thing. Like but sometimes, sometimes, yeah. But basically, some villains get wind that he has acquired this, and they're like, "Well, we want it." Ah, and yeah, they hire, enough. yeah, and they hire, like a some like mob boss or whatever hires some super criminals to from the Magia, yeah, from the Magia, <laughs> yeah, some mob boss from the Magia. Uh, he puts down his uh, spaghettis and he puts down his <laughs> piano accordion and he hires like some like well known like B list super criminals to acquire this. Right. And so it's the hood versus these actual criminals. So it's, he, he's fighting, I think, the Electro and maybe the Shocker. I don't okay. have to look it up. But, um, yeah. And Shocker it's, also has electric powers, sort of. He has vibrational, he has of, vibrational yeah. powers. How dare you? I always beat him up in the video, Spider-Man video games. Okay, it's right. Um, oh, here it is. 
right, it's right bloody, right bloody here. Um, yeah. So essentially, eventually he becomes like an actual mob boss in New York. Yeah. Because he actually, you know, gets some. Okay, right. So the 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 hood has to deal with constricted jack o' lantern, the shocker. So it wasn't Electro. That's okay. I think Electro does make an appearance though. But basically it's kind of like, it's like this real dirty underbelly of the Marvel Universe. Mm. So there is swearing and violence or whatever. But it suits that. It totally suits the the theme of that, yeah. Mm. And so I was thinking like, if yeah, the Sinister Six. Yes. But that's dead in the water now, I guess. Absolutely. That's a shame. It is. But maybe it'll Uh, come back now. I think it will definitely come back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. All we need, like, what we need is the Suicide Squad to do well Mm. and we need another peppy pop song that we can add to the trailer and this is back it's back baby in a big way <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. um we kind of talked about it before and you've actually mentioned this multiple times um jacob st- uh, says like a punisher kind of i think he said punisher max well, a lot uh-huh. of people said punisher max if he did yeah. mm-hmm. um do you care would you love to see a punisher max or do you think we're just going to get a punisher tv series um, look, I am in terms of the level of violence we get in these Netflix series. Mm. I think I'm going to be happy with the Punisher we get in right, in right. The new season of Daredevil, and if they spin that off into an, a solo series, I'll be okay with that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Like we seem to be getting enough. There's enough blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's enough. I don't need to see super amounts of gore. But no. I need him. I need him to be this relentless character. It's yeah. not even about the blood. I mean, it's it's good to have like funny set pieces. Mm-hmm, like there's mm-hmm. a there's a um, there's a set piece. There's a scene in the Max series where he shows up at like a a mob boss. He's killed a mob boss. Yeah. And then when everybody's shown up to the funeral, <laughs> he just machine gun- like he 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 shows up and he jumps through like a sky. It's it's in a little bit in Punisher. Yeah, Warzone. It is, he yeah, jumps yeah. through a skylight. He beheads somebody with a Bowie knife. He beheads like an old lady mob boss. Yeah. And then like he. They all chase after him, like out the door. But he set up like claymore mines and a machine gun, and he just machine guns all these old mob bosses and all these. Like it's relent. Like that's a fun scene. Certainly, yeah. They got what they were, what was coming they, to. They them. bloody got it, yeah. But th- there doesn't need to be that. It just he just needs to be this character who. There's something definitely wrong with him, yeah. And he's relentless, and he's just using these military tactics against the mob. He he doesn't have to be blood and gore all the time. No, no. You just got to get the impression that he's ruthless. He's ruthless. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should point. I said before that Stephen Knight was doing Sinister Six. It's actually Drew Goddard. Oh, I apologize. Ooh. I just realized I made a mistake. So I two it up. guys that I sort of vaguely know what they do sometimes. You know it, mate. You mm-hmm. bloody know it. Yeah. Have you read Transmetropolitan? Yes, I, think I have. You have. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And so basically, for those who don't know what, what that is, it's it's Hunter X Hunter S. Thompson. Yes, he's a guy. It's set in the future. It's set in a. A very super high tech far future. It's like if Twitter was the, the world. world, pretty much. Okay, that it's makes just sense. This insane, like overload of just nonsense and ridiculousness, yeah. and everybody kind of doing what they want, but also being oppressed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just neon and horrible and dirty and grimy yes. and corrupt. And he's this kind of lone voice of reason. Yeah, he's a guy called Spider Jerusalem mm. who mm. has. It, again, this is written by Warren Ellis. Yes. One of my faves. So one I'm of your bloody faves, yeah. Uh, and he'll, he's Hunter S. Thompson, but he's also a thinly veiled Warren Ellis. Yes. He's he's Warren... Like, all of Warren Ellis' main characters are basically Warren <laughs> Ellis, but he is the most Warren Ellis-y of his yeah. Warren Ellis characters. And he's basically a guy who has... Like, he's... he's He used to be a Hunter S. Thompson-esque journalist mm. um, for, a, for a big newspaper, or like... E newspaper, or yeah. whatever, whatever was in this nineties future. E paper, and 
he's left it all behind because he's sick of this world. Yeah. And he's gone up to like a cabin in the mountains, but his publishers come back and his editors come back and said, come back, live in the city. Is that the, isn't it like you owe us a book or something? Yeah, that's well? right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, he, so he decides to publish a series of columns called I Hate It Here. Yeah. And yeah, and it's basically his... his some are like weird unconnected adventures, but there's also like a political element. Yeah, like he's trying to take down the president. Yeah, who's not like, like kill him, but yeah, just it's, ruin it's him because he's him, a yeah. genuine bad guy. Yeah, 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 mm, exactly. And he's then, essentially our last prime minister yes. and our current prime minister. If you read it, turns it out, like yeah. when not to get political, too <laughs> you can late. Cut this out, but it's too <laughs> late. But yeah, like when our current, our last prime minister got in, mm. I'm like, oh, this is. Right. This is Transmetropolitan. <laughs> this is the worst possible guy who somehow made it to the highest office in the land. And we got rid of him and we replaced him with somebody who's basically as bad. Well, he, he speaks better. Speaker, yeah. 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 Anyway, exactly let's never it. talk about that again. No. It'll sneak in at some yeah, point. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so it's... um. I don't know how you would do that or it's if so, people it's would really like it. It's really like it's a There's lot so of issues. There's so much going on. There's so much content. Yeah. Miniseries. Net, Netflix, I don't uh, know. Yeah. HBO. I, I, yeah, maybe. I yeah. just... Every time he steps outside, it's like a sensory overload in terms of yeah. what's... There's, like, mutant animals and, like, you know, there's just, like, slime dripping down the walls and skyscrapers yes. and giant, like, sex shop signs. It's just... I don't know how you could do it. Yeah. And you need... Because that's the thing. You'd need, like, a massive budget. Yeah, that's It'd right. It'd be huge. Yeah. You couldn't... Yeah. Couldn't be bloody, bloody the PlayStation Network. No. D- not risking that again. What was that one again? They made, they made powers. Oh, yeah, that's right. With, um... Shalto Copley was in it. You loved that, didn't you? I hated it. You hated it, didn't you? I watched a couple episodes and it was real bad. I wish it were good because Powers the series is real good. I liked the and, Iron Man-esque character. Oh, it was so like bad. Wearing like a 1930s American football kind of yeah. uniform. Yeah, like, because yeah. back in the day people were always like, oh, when Watchmen would never work as a movie, you know, you'd have mm. to make it an HBO series. And that was pre-HBO making stuff yes. like Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah. And now they could, they definitely, they have the money and they have the technical sure. capabilities to do something like Transmetropolitan. Yeah. But would they? Would they? Mm. HBO might. HBO don't seem to care. What the, they put out. No, not even that, like about budget. Yeah. Or like they would just be, they'll, they kind of go with what kind of works. So I think they get so much syndication money. They do, yeah. That it doesn't, like they can pump millions of dollars into Game of Thrones and they don't care if people pirate it. Yeah. It seems. It's well. Let's. Um. I read an article on that. Many. I've read two articles in my life. God, and basically, up, HBO has all the money. I think I've even mentioned the show before. HBO has all the money mm. because people subscribe to HBO for something. Yeah. And they never unsubscribe. Yes. They like so. Pe- they're 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 still getting money from people who subscribe for Sex in the City. Dun, like decades dun, dun, ago. Dun, 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 sure. Mm. Is that how old that bloody yeah, subscribe services? Is. is that how it all works in the US? I think so. Subscribe for a channel. Yeah. That seems ridiculous. Know, right? Just steal it off. Just the steal internet. off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? Oh, Transmitter Problem. Yeah, that would be great. great but um, yeah, but mm. who would you who would you get to play Spider Jerusalem? <sighs> we always look for famous bald people. That's that's where my head's going. Yeah. Angry Anderson, Australia's own. Because he has to be sort of he's like, kind of rangy. Yeah, he's, he's got kind of a drug-addled, riddled yeah. body, but he's also kind of in good shape because he yeah. can fight. I went I, immediately. I just went. What about Patrick Stewart? <laughs> sure, but he's not like he. Does he have... He needs a certain explosive energy. And what about if Patrick Swayze was alive with a shaved head? Okay, sure. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> because Patrick Stewart... I never I never watched any more episodes, but I watched the first episodes, first couple episodes of that blunt talk. Oh, i got to get back to that. Yeah, yeah that was good. That was and good. It was, I enjoyed it. It was kind of a similar vibe. Yeah, yeah. It was this... 
Patrick Stewart played this weird conservative pundit who met, went mad. Yeah. And that kind of worked. But I, yeah. don't, oh, I don't know who you'd get for Spider Jerusalem. Heath Ledger would have been good. All right. All right. Fine. Just keep naming dead people. God. You have any more dead people that would work? Uh, Mother Teresa. Would Mother Teresa be a good spider Jerusalem? Maybe. Bloody David Bowie. Bloody. David Bowie would be a bloody, good spider Jerusalem. Bloody Christopher Columbus. <laughs> He's been dead a long time, hasn't he? Perfect for you. Uh, i got to mention Invincible. I talk about it all the time. You do, but yeah. Just bloody make. No one will probably make it. But it's great. Would it work as a lot? Of, yeah, I guess it would work as a standalone movie. Definitely. It just, it's got a nice origin story. Yeah. I guess for a lot of these, I immediately go, well, how would they encapsulate the whole series kind of thing? But you yeah, don't you to. don't need to. You, you don't just need do to, it. yeah. Yeah. Mm. You just take a bloody, you take a story arc and yeah, yeah. And, and, and you do it. Mm. Uh, he's also got an interesting origin story as well, yes. I feel. Mm. And the way that like the twist, it's kind of a twist on the Superman. He's basically Superman's son. Essentially, yeah, that's true. And then there's a kind of twist on that relationship and mm. who his father is and 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 whatever. But I'm gonna be like you and not spoil it for everybody. Great, yeah, love it. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. I think that's all I've got though here. Uh, let me what think. are some other good ones? That's it. Uh, Remember all the good ones. Would I? Uh, why the Last Man? I feel would. Oh yeah. Uh, hang on. I guess Invincible. Why? Why specifically would Invincible not work? As not an R because there's problem. like aliens and time travel and like it's incredibly, it's it's a bit there's big scope. But why does it have to be R rated? Because oh, it's violent. Well, it's I mean, really I was going to say, like, but uh, yeah, no, I see because it, it is doesn't quite, have to be R rated. Like, it's quite. It is. Yeah. If you just look at the comic book covers of yeah. Invincible, it does look. It's very four color kind of Marvel. Yes. Kind of fun. But Superman. there's it's quite graphically violent. There's yeah. There's like fights that. Fights that you don't really see in comic book movies where, like, what if two Superman-esque characters were really hitting each other that hard and gutting each other and yeah. tearing heads off and gouging eyes and, and whatever. There's one fight he has in particular with this kind of, this, like, interplanetary warlord. Uh-huh. And he's, like, this older guy. Because the older they get, the kind of stronger they get. And he's severely outclassed. Like, right. And it's incredible. Like, it, the way that kind of fight goes down, because uh-huh. it's just like hitting a, a brick wall. Yeah. Um, but no, it's... Do you think they could sell that, though, on in, in at the movies? Because it's... Yeah. Well, I... my, well my question would be twofold. One, mm. do you think you could, ha- you could crank down the violence and it still be a good movie? I think so. Yeah. I think it could. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of the appeal of that comic, though, is the violence. Uh-huh. And I know it's, it doesn't really feel a lot like it's violence for violence's sake. Uh-huh. Whenever there's violence, it's kind of a big deal. It doesn't happen every... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not every comic. Yeah. But whenever there's a fight... It's a real... Something terrible happens. Yeah, because, again, it's sort of like... Because it's, it's, it's essentially a teen hero. Yes. Like a Spider-Man-style teen hero. Yeah, well, his name's... What is it? Mark Grayson. Yeah, so exactly. Like a, so it's... Mm. My question would be, do you think people would be willing to accept. Like, oh, he's a teen hero, he's like Spider-Man, mm. but then he's getting into these brutal yeah. battles. Because he's not even like, if when you think of Kick-Ass, yeah. again, that's kind of like, we're too cool for school and we're having, we're, ain't your grandpap is superheroes, you know. My, my grandpap is very conservative. I, bet I don't know is. if you've noticed. Has he? I've never met him. No, he's dead. Oh. Um, <laughs> Classic grandpappy. He'd be great as the new Spider Jerusalem. That's right. That's what I've been saying for years. <laughs> but like, but that that again, I don't know if hundred percent that works. Yeah. But again, with 
Invincible is kind of like he is more a Spider-Man kind of guy. Like he's he having is, fun, yeah. And he's got a he's, he's got a girlfriend he's trouble. He's got a girlfriend trouble. He's got to go to college and, and whatever. What's his mom think of this and whatever? Yeah. Like, do you think people would be willing to accept, or do you think people would be tricked by? Hey, it's the fun. It's, I think you could slowly. He's build. a fun Spider-Man guy, but also he's getting horribly beaten. He's getting horribly beaten to within an inch of his life. <laughs> yeah, like real brutal. I think he's you, more blood than man at this point. <laughs> at some points, I think you could. If you slowly built to it, in, within the within, within the a series movie. or within a movie, maybe maybe you kind of do touch on it in the first movie and kind of go into it in the second. I think maybe what if you did it like Harry Potter style? Oh, where, where it the starts, first, where yeah. it starts kind of PG rated yeah, and yeah. fun, and then you assume the audience ages with right. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the problem with that is with planning series is mm-hmm. just bloody get a good one out of the gate. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to kind of do a watered down version of Invincible and for then that not to work. Yeah, and then be like, well, now you fuck that up. So yeah, we can never that's true. Do it. We never so get we another never one do it again. Does Invincible? Because I haven't read the full series in quite a while. I haven't read the first few issues sure. in a very long time. Does it start very violent? Not particularly, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. He's just the kind of kid who's just waiting for his powers to come in. That's right. And yeah. then they do, and then he kind of mm. goes on a bit of an adventure, and then it just takes a, like a real turn. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that's the way you could do it. Maybe yeah. you have to do it mm. start out slow. Yeah. Mm. So Because at the start, I think he's just like, he's fighting like a, like a rock monster in the street and whatever, yeah, and, uh-huh. then it, and then it's like, you know, mm. and then it gets cray. Yeah. Yeah. So cray. So bloody cray. Mm. Got any more? Uh, I, don't think I do have a more. couple more. I'm just wondering which one I... Say what they are. Check uh, your note. <laughs> I'll check my bloody note. Hang on. Maybe I screenshotted something. Uh, hang on. One that, This is kind of similar to uh, Supreme Power or uh, uh, Squadron Supreme. Go on. Uh, the Authority. Do you ever read The Authority? No. The Authority, again, was sort of... Uh, this is Warren Ellis again, so sorry. I bet it bloody is. Yeah. So this was an image... Uh, there, were in, there used to be an image series called Stormwatch, mm-hmm. and it was like a UN peacekeeping team, and they all had superpowers. And then that was spun off into the series called The Authority, which was basically uh, kind of a Justice League, but super violent and super... It, 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 originally, Warren Ellis called it like widescreen comics. It was just like explosive action, no real point to it. Just people, <laughs> like badasses, just blowing stuff up, and there's just cities exploding, and they're fighting gods and all this sort of stuff. Sure. And but then and then he stopped like he created the series and he did a few series seasons of it and then new creators took over and they were like oh, make it political make it kind of whatever right but um, let me sneak that in I know right <laughs> and then it was a, then the, it was acquired by DC yeah because in the Wildstorm universe and DC bought that and then they've sort of been uh, integrated in the DC universe to some level of success right like Midnight has got his own series yes. which is good yep, I, yep. I like the After Midnight that. series it's yeah. good. But some of them not so much. Mm. But basically, it's it's uh, sort of the Justice League, but like like a, again, sort of a deconstruction of it. So we've got Apollo and the Midnighter, who are Superman and Batman, but they're a couple. Yep. And you've got like a couple of cool dudes. A couple of real cool dudes. Yeah, still, exactly. Yeah. Still gotcha. And like they've all got massive superpowers, and you know mm. they can lay waste to cities and kind of thing. Um, it's pretty good. I'd like that. I'd like yeah. to bloody bloody watch that. Okay. I have, I, I, so I any I have. of that universe is that what you're saying? Yeah, it, but again, it's kind of. Again, it's a DC property now, so I very much doubt they'd go for it. Right, right, right. Yeah, because mm. I got to get a Justice League movie out of the gate. I got to get a Justice League <laughs> movie out of the gate. Yeah. So did you have that other one, or do you think you don't? Uh, have one, it? one that I'd again like to see. Marvel owns it again, so that's good. Uh, Miracle Man. Right. Yeah. Originally that's one of Marvel your faves. Man. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite series of all time. It is my favorite unfinished epics of all time <laughs> because it was. It was. 
Uh, originally, okay, it was originally called Marvel Man. Mm. Like the, it was a, a character created in the 1950s. I'll give you. Do you want? Do you want the long version or the short long version? I'll give you the short long version. Okay, so basically, <laughs> Marvel Man was created in the 50s yes. as a copy of a copy of Superman. <laughs> so basically. Superman was created. Everybody loved Superman. Yep. There were some copycats. One was Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. right? And that, that he existed for a while. And then back in the day, because there weren't so many characters that were like Superman. Now there's like a million characters that are basically mm. Superman. Mm. But uh, when Captain Marvel was created, there wasn't. So DC sued uh, Fawcett Comics, who created Captain Marvel, got it taken like out of print. Yep. Um, and then they later purchased they it. They got him. So now they're yeah. in the same universe. But basically in England, mm. Captain Marvel was really popular. Mm. And so they basically got a local artist to make a real cheap ripoff called mm. Marvel Man, who was essentially the same character but real bad. Right. Real. <laughs> like a jerk. No, just not, not, very, not, not a very good, like not a very well-written <laughs> series, not a very well-drawn kind of thing. And basically, um, and that character existed in the 50s. And then in the 80s, um, there was a, a comic magazine called Warrior was starting right. up and they got Alan Moore, right. Watchmen, V for Vendetta, etc. And they're like, do you want to take it? Do you want to have a character? Like we've bought some of these characters. Do you want to take a crack at one of them? And he create, and he was like, I'll take Marvel Man, which is now Miracle Man. Yeah. And he's basically, okay, well, what if what if this character existed in the 80s? Mm. Essentially, uh, I'll start again. No. <laughs> I'll keep going forever? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically the, the series starts basically of this, this character. He, he just exists in the regular universe, like in the real world, mm. and... Like nobody's heard of Miracle Man or these amazing adventures because it never happened. Like, right, not, right. But but this guy, he just has these dreams that he's flying, and then, and like and he has dreams like he and it was all a dream. Yeah, and he he kind of has like a like a boring life that's sort of going nowhere, and he's like, ah, oh, you know, where what am I going with my life? You know, kind of wish there was more. And Can then relate. then this like this uh, this hostage situation happens, mm. and basically through a series of circumstances, he becomes Miracle Man. Like he's like, oh, I'm Miracle Man. I remember all these adventures I had back in the day. Right. But nobody else does because they never happen. Like this this world. Yeah. Like he's like, what, you know, why do I remember all these? Uh, what do I remember? How all does these? he become Miracle Man? Or is that like a twist? Oh, essentially, basically back in the day. So you know how um, Billy Batson met the wizard, the wizard Shazam? The wizard. Who gave him the, yeah. he said Shazam and he becomes yeah. Captain Marvel. Well, uh, Miracle Man met an astrophysicist demigod right. who gave him the magic word Kimota, which yeah. is atomic backwards. Right. And he says that and he turns into Miracle Man. Gotcha. And so essentially there's a hostage situation at an atomic power plant. Oh, okay. And he like, he takes a tumble, he sees like atomic backwards and he's like, I remember that. And he says it and he turns into Miracle Man. Okay. And so, and he's got like a, like back in the day, he because uh, Captain Marvel had like Captain Marvel Jr. Mm. And like um, Mary Marvel. Probably had a dog. He had Marvel, yeah, he had, yeah, exactly. There, there was a dog, I think. I but anyway, it. so um, Miracle Man has young Miracle Man and kid Miracle Man and lady and like Miracle Woman and whatever. And he's like, I, I remember all these characters. Why, like, what's happened to them? What yeah. happened to me? Kind of thing. And it's sort of basically, it's a, it's, it's two things. It's a deconstruction of what would happen if like a superhero actually appeared in the real world. Like mm-hmm. it's the first one of those. Yeah. Like, there's been tons of them since, but this was like the early eighties. Yeah. And it's kind of. Like the very first one of those, like how would how would the world react? How would the world change? Mm. And it's also like this mystery of like, well, if I remember being Miracle Man, like if and if Miracle Man's real, and I you know and he is, mm. like what happened to everybody else? Yes, and like what happened to Kid Miracle Man and Young Miracle Man, and what happened to all the villains and kind and of the dog? Thing? And he's and the dog exactly, and he has yeah. to kind of 
you know, go around the world and figure out what happened there. But it's not finished. It's not finished because it went through a whole bunch of different... Like, Alan Moore wrote it for a while, then it went to Neil Gaiman. He right. wrote it, so yeah. Creative Sam, and he wrote it for a while. So, like, two top-tier... Totally, yeah. ...like, writers. And then... The company that made it went out of business. It was acquired by Todd McFarlane. Right. And But then the original creator was like, no, I still own it. Yeah. And then, like, there's been this massive legal battle. And then it's like... And, and Neil Gaiman has a had a has a personal beef with Todd McFarlane. Like, they don't like yes, each other. No, yes. Because Neil Gaiman created a couple of characters for Todd McFarlane's mm. Spawn series. Yeah. And this kind of thing. Oh, bloody... What's her name? Um, Angela. Angela, yeah. yeah. And a couple of mm. others. And so, eventually, that that's all been ironed out. And I think Marvel owns Miracle Man now. Okay. So, at some point... Someone's going to have to finish yeah. it. Yeah. But anyway, the point... This would uh, require an R rating because it is super brutal. Mm. There's a lot of massive destruction... There is a very graphic childbirth scene. Jesus. You don't have to put that in the movie, <laughs> obviously, but it's pretty. It's kind of uh, crucial, yeah. Though, it's kind of, it? in a way, it is. Okay, uh, right. but it's, yeah, it's pretty. It's the whole thing's very intense. And again, I don't know if you could make it into a movie. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, and again, it's not finished. So maybe you make the movie and you'd be like, "We didn't write anything else. Sorry." Just imagine how it would go. It was a dream. Just, yeah. just ended with a dream. And also, it kind of the the prop, The issue for me is. It's like Wolverine's origin, or it's like one of those things right. where you go, oh, imagine the possibilities of where this could go. I I kind of feel like when they if they eventually finish this, if like if Neil Gaiman isn't too busy and he eventually writes the end of it, I'll be like, No, that was kind of disappointing. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go that way. I kind of wish it went went somewhere else. Thanks a lot, Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah. You you bloody jerk. <laughs> Is that it? Is that I think all that's it, yeah. I mean there's there's plenty more, yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey Doug, you're right? I admire your courage. Mm-hmm. Should we do the next segment of the Let's show? Let's do the next segment of our show. What? Uh, ah! Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's got a wet nose. Yeah. Uh, this segment is called What We Reading? What We Gonna Read. And it has a theme song. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? <laughs> what a bloody you reading? Oh, uh, I just started. Like, I'm literally one page into. Because we're talking, we're talking about... Uh, hateful eight recently. Right, like we both we both did we didn't do an episode on it. We were both like, yeah, it's was, it was pretty, it's fine, you know, it's <laughs> yes. fine, whatever. Uh, I just started reading um the Django Zorro miniseries. Oh, you've been wanting to read that for ages. I have been wanting to, but it actually came up in one of those humble bundles. Humble bundle. Humble bundle. Yeah, yeah. They did a Dynamite Comics bundle. Yeah. So yeah. that's that was like that one. It was like the Shadow. Right. Uh, Garth Ennis had took a crack at the Shadow for good, a few good. issues. Pretty good. Um, Maybe it's in this month's comic bento. Power oh, superheroes. Power no, he's got powers though. Zorro. Oh no. Um, the Shadow. He's got powers. Wait, did you say it was Zorro and Django? It's Django Zorro. Yeah. What's the Shadow got to do with it? He's also in that bundle because he's on Dynamite. Oh no, I'm just. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. saying, what if the Zorro Django book is in it? Is what oh, I'm saying. Be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you think of that first page? The first page. Look, the first page begins. With Django, he's like he's like in the like in the desert, mm. and he's like his horse has died, so he needs a lift from a stagecoach which has Zorro in it. Right. So it's the opening to Hateful Eight. Excellent. It's exactly the same. Is that a coincidence? Which came first? The Hateful know. Eight was leaked. Somebody figure there, that yeah. out and tweet. Somebody Mason. figure that out and figure figure out what the timeline is there. But yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Cool. Is yeah. it? Is it like a four issues? Seven right? issues. Seven issues. That's exactly. Yeah. And exactly. that's it. Yes. All right, cool. I yeah. might have to check that out. Dango Zorro. I felt obligated for some weird, weird reason this week. Yes. Weird to watch 
give Fuller House a go. Oh my good! Oh, that's right. You tweeted that. <laughs> I did. That's weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rough, man. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Like it, it has a the first twenty minutes are like, do you remember Uncle Joey? Oh, he has that woodchuck or whatever. Uh huh. And it's just like there's something weirdly like comforting about it because it's like a written by Quentin Tarantino and Matt Wagner. Uh, how do you think that go. went? How do you think that went? Well. No, but I mean, like, how much do you think? How much? No, but how much do you think was Tarantino and how much was Matt Wagner? I don't know. Mm. How much do you think? There is there is a good like intro from Quentin Tarantino, like a big like a big page. Is he like, like, thank you for me everything. writing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, but Fuller House is there is something like weirdly nostalgic in it, it, it. Like it's something nice about it. Okay, sure. But it's also horrendous, Ooh. except for Stamos, who's incredible. Great. You know the, the thing about Stamos is what's that. He can still sell it because he's been acting. Oh, yeah, like he hasn't true, stopped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he's not like he's, he's not like an A list kind of dude, but everyone kind of knows who he is. Mm-hmm. I guess he's like a TV George Clooney <laughs> in <laughs> a in a very specific way. Yes, he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, it's d- no. Don't don't watch it. Don't don't watch it. I've watched like six episodes. <laughs> and the Olsen twins are not back. No, and there's a bit where they go. Michelle's in New York with her fashion empire. And every single cast member turns to the camera and goes like, hmm. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Is there a laugh track? Yes. Is it, was it filmed in front of a live audience? I don't know. I think it was also, uh, but like. Laugh tracks are weird now. They they? are. The whole setup is weird. Uh Like, I'm not even going to get into the story of it. Everybody bloody knows what Full House is, but Bob Saget and Stamos and Uncle Joey or whatever. Dead Cruelier, uh-huh. they're not in it that much. Uh-huh. The only kind of it's all it's more more about the kids from the right, old show. Okay. But anyway, but as an antithesis to that, because I'm like I need something to watch cleanse this. the palace. Yeah, sure. I watched uh, the Kirk Cobain documentary montage of Heck. Okay, sure. I hear that's great. Yeah, it is, and it's not like I thought it was going to be to use a word that you've used fifty times a deconstruction of like oh, I do say the, that a lot. Don't <laughs> I? Rise- Add it to the drinking game, people. <laughs> Anytime I say anything's a deconstruction. <laughs> The rise of like Nevada, I thought it'd be a lot of like a lot of the band interviews and, and whatever, and like Dave oh. Grohl's not even in it. Huh. Like he was interviewed, but it was like three weeks before it came out, so they couldn't kind of oh, okay. put it in. But it's it's very much like an insight into the mind of Kurt Cobain from when he was a child growing up, and like his family split apart, and he was kind of looking to find somewhere stable, but it, it could, didn't kind of get that. But he also kind of fought against it, and then. Uh-huh. You know, kind of the rise of Nirvana and how that kind of did his head in and his health problems and drug abuse and up to his death. Okay. It's really, it's not, it is like being in his brain when okay. you're watching because there's a lot of like, they've got all his, all his notebooks and right, journals yeah. as well as like home footage of him and Courtney. Uh-huh. And it's, it is like being in his head and it's kind of unpleasant. Okay. It's like sure. an unpleasant, like it's fascinating, but it's an unpleasant place to be. And all the montages are like, like all the, it's like got like weird like shredding guitar that doesn't like sit well. Right. Like my, my dog didn't like it. It was just like, she <laughs> was like twitching. Uh-huh. But so now I need to I think watch more full fuller house to get Absolutely. Yeah, you, gotta, you need your uppers and your downers. Yeah. Don't you? But no, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, but it's not like and in this year they released this album and it was critical acclaim and this is this like it's re- it's more about this is what Kirk Cobain was thinking this is what he was like okay. yeah do you feel there's any bias in it I got the I was yeah. I, when it came out I got the impression there were some articles about like oh this is 
this isn't how it went down kind of thing. Like, yeah, I'm there's sure a bit... people push back. I have read some articles of like people who also knew him were like, you know, that's bullshit. That story didn't happen and, and whatever. Uh-huh. But I mean, the fact is though, it does use, I mean, selectively, uh-huh. it uses their home footage yep. that they kind of, of like Kirk Cobain and Courtney Love and it's weird also... Kirk Cobain and Kirk, Courtney Love and Kirk Cobain's mother look, mother look very similar. Okay. Make of that what you will. Mm. But, um, and like when they have their first child and whatever. So a lot of it, like, you can't fake that footage. That's true, It depends yeah. how you present it, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with all the journal stuff. So I think it's probably one of the closest thing you'll see. But any documentary is slanted a particular way from the perspective of the people who are, like Courtney Love commissioned it. Right. Or like gave the footage to a, to a director and said, can uh-huh. you make this, something yeah. of this? And he's, yeah. he worked on it since like 2007. She just she just held back on the, the footage that's just Kurt Cobain going, ah, oh, we're doing a funny little, we're doing a funny little, we're doing some little fake skits. We're going to record right. some fake skits. It's going to yeah. be fun. Hey, hey, Courtney, let's have some fun. Let's make some fake home movies. Yeah. Hmm. It is a bit weird to kind of see someone else's home movies as well. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. The, yeah. I mean, it's obviously it was all the permission was given, but yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a bit, it's a bit, it's, it's interesting to see as also um, Chris Novoselic. You don't really see much from him too much. The bass player. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see his perspective on it, like just, you know, he was very much felt like he was kind of a, everyone in that world was kind of along for the ride with Kirk Cobain. Yeah. I guess He's that's like true, a yeah. super genius. Mm-hmm. Or not even like, mate, well, yeah, depending on, but just the way that his brain just works differently from, say, mm. a normal idiot like you. Wait a second. <laughs> if you like Nevada, you, uh-huh. you'll probably like it. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Ah, uh, that's about it, really. Then I bet you got that theme song ready. Do I? Look, <laughs> it's ready. You do. Here's the volume well up, Let's find out. It's time for letters. It is. Letters. Classic one was letters. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, thank you to uh, Rackham424. Bloody oath. Every week. Love ha- it. Hey, James and, and Chip Dangercock, if you're reading these. I was wondering if somewhere... I'm not, d- but I'm listening to them being read. <laughs> if somewhere Isn't down- technology amazing? <laughs> it sure is. Somewhere down the line, you could do a Firefly Serenity episode, uh, possibly including Dr. Horrible as well. Love your show. I've been listening for 2.5 years. This is super late, but I was glad to hear uh, you love In Bruges because that's my favorite movie. Also, if I could be the official eighth female listener of the podcast. <laughs> question mark? Thanks. Keep up. Keep doing what you're doing. Grab yeah. that gem. Uh, we should do a Firefly Serenity episode. Yeah, okay. Um the next few months are pretty packed. And with, then a dollhouse episode. And then a dollhouse episode. And then an episode of that Shakespeare thing that Joss Whedon did in his house that time. <laughs> I didn't see that. No. I did not want to. Um, do you like Shakespeare? Again, it's one of those things that all the joy is taken out of it because you have to learn it at school. Like, yes. I think if, I, if I'd come at it just from the With a bat. Yeah, with a bat. Then it would have been great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, but no, it, it definitely Firefly Serenity. Um, we could also talk about the comics. I've read a oh, couple that's true, of them. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no, we should bless you, dog. We should definitely do a um yeah. a one at some yeah. point. Do you have you've seen it all, obviously. Have you got stuff to say about it? Eventually. Not now. <laughs> no, not now. now. This, is, this is about letters, it's not about also when we harassed James Gunn on yeah. Twitter, yeah. uh somebody did like a like a stats breakdown of the people who harassed James Gunn. Apparently we have nine percent female listeners. Yes. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Good stuff. Yeah. That means we have, if she's the eighth listener, that means there's a ninth one and there's a hundred listeners in total. Is yeah, that that's how that correct. works? Yeah, yeah. Good. That's right. Yeah. 
That's all we wanted to do. We wanted to, when we started this thing, we wanted to do it until Batman v Superman comes out and we wanted to have 100 listeners. That's right. We've achieved one of those goals. (laughs) Winding it up now. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Chris. Also, you can hashtag Weekly Planet Pod if you want to hit us up on bloody That's Twitter. Right. It's mm-hmm. a great play to get in contact mm-hmm. with Mason in particular. Yeah, I love it. Hey, dickheads. If you could choose one comic book movie that was awful, would like to be redone, what would it be and why? And who would you want to be involved? Uh, I meant to talk about this thing earlier, but I, this is a perfect time to talk about it now anyway. Thanks for all the great podcasts. Makes my car rides fly. Also, can I be the official nemesis of the podcast? Oh, nemesis. Yeah. If that uh, has been taken, I'll send off the official Nick Mason of the podcast. That's also been taken multiple times, (laughs) not by me, but by other people, but all right. Your pal, Chris. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. There's a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea origin, Captain Nemo origin story is being made with James Mangold. Is that going to go in the famous monsters category? I don't know because I, I think... Brian Singer's doing a version as well. Oh, dear. Or maybe it's the same version. Captain Nemo origin story. Yeah. Just him building the submarine, I, I guess. guess. But the reason I say that is because we've seen Captain Nemo in cinema before yep. in League of Extraordinary, recently, yes. in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I wouldn't mind seeing a proper League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie that's not garbage. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there any other movies that you would like to Was, see? Is anybody going to watch that, though? Like, mm, Yeah. That's the kind of thing, I feel that's kind of like the Phantom, the Shadow Yes. Like, if you're burned on it once, you're never coming back to it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Mm. Isn't it weird that they thought, like, instead of making, like, a Justice League movie in, like, the early 2000s, they're like, we'll just we'll make a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, yeah. like we'll make, like, a 19th century Justice League mm. that's terrible and everybody hates. And there's a car chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, like, 1852 yeah. or whatever that movie set. Any, any others that you'd like to see get remade? Maybe Electra? Uh, not really. Steel? No. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, maybe Steel. Mm. Yeah, Steel. Steel? That's a good one. Would you do it after death, a man with the, after a death of Superman storyline? No, I would say it unrelated. I would put it in this new DC yeah. universe. I think that'd be great, though. Okay. Although we are getting... See, the thing, we're getting Cyborg. Yes, we are. I would wonder if people would be confused by the two. I'm sure they would that be. That would definitely be. But that's, yeah, who cares? Yeah. I would like to see a death of Superman. And would people also be like, oh, it's just a ripoff of War Machine? Oh, yeah, I guess so. But then again... See or that, Iron Man or any yeah. guy in a metal suit. But that's that's exactly, that's yeah. the thing. Like, we're, we're sort of splitting hairs in a, in a universe it's where there's... It's not really an Iron Man suit, though, is it? No, it no, it's... Yeah. Yeah, like, in a, in, in, especially in the sense that there's multiple versions of the flash like yes, they're not exactly, exactly yeah. concerned like, yeah exactly just yeah i'd like to see a, Do a bloody john henry I'd irons like to, i'd kind of like to see another ghost rider movie what are you doing what are you saying i don't know you I don't, don't know. mean that i kind of do i like ghost rider which one what about a ghost rider punisher team up nah i want to see like and punisher's riding side saddle on the back nah, i don't want to see any of that no. don't like i'd like to see the punisher team up with somebody nice Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that Doctor Strange Punisher team up. Exactly like yeah. that. Mm-hmm, yeah, that'd be good. Exactly. What about Spider-Man Punisher? Yep, definitely. See, I think it would have to be... Because they've often teamed up in the past. Yes. In the comic books. I feel it, sh- it, ha- it should have to be somebody nice, but who's also okay with multiple murders. So Spider-Man? No. <laughs> I think Doctor Strange would be fine with it. Like, yeah, he probably he's would. A lot of people, probably. Yeah, he does. He's probably... Uh, how, good is, how good of a surgeon is he? You think he could just do a lot of bullet removals? No, I just mean like he's probably killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Doctor Strange a good enough surgeon where he could fix his own hands if his hands were okay? 
but he's stuck in a weird vortex. Oh, <laughs> probably, almost certainly, yeah. He's probably I'm the, the only doctor he's the good only enough. one who's good enough, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I th- maybe that's an episode as well. Mm. Comic book movies to, like to see remade. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Batman '89 remade with the all original cast members. No, wait. You can't improve on perfection. Obviously, <laughs> we should do an episode on superhero team ups. We'd like to see. Okay, sure. As opposed to our superhero showdown, bloody superhero, bloody love in. Okay, that's good. Be, yeah, I'd be, I'd be all for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Dash on the Twitter sphere. We do a lot of little sketches. Yes, we could. Hi, it's me. I'm the Punisher. I'm the Punisher's friend, Batman. I've done it. Wow. <laughs> Nailed it. Weird that they're friends in that universe. Well, they're friends, aren't they? It's team-ups. It's team-ups, Mason. Oh, I don't know. I've, I've opened a can of worms with this. <laughs> team-ups doesn't mean they have to get along. Kind of does. No, it doesn't. Well, in a way, it does. In a way. Well, they don't kill each other then, yeah. Uh, this is from Dash. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. What's your fave bad movie? Or can I, also, can I be the official unspecified astromech droid of the podcast? So a movie, I guess, that generally is considered bad that you love. It's something to think about, isn't it? It's not, I should have thrown this to you before. <laughs> That's fine. I'll think on my feet. All right. Now all I can think of is Ghost Rider 2. Yeah, well, so, that, is a, that is one, isn't I don't it? Say, I don't know if I love it. Yeah. What do you love that is bad? I kind of love Strange... No, no one's going to know this. Although, maybe. There's a Keanu Reeves football comedy called The Replacements. Okay, sure. Where the... It's kind of like what's happening with the Eston Football Club at the moment, if anybody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I don't really follow footy. Drug cheats. Drug cheats. No, where the whole team is kind of the original NFL team, whatever it is. Who are the best? I don't know anything about American football, but I kind of like American football movies. It's uh-huh, weird. Sure. They're, they have to be replaced because they go on strikes. So they get this kind of mishmash of kind of misfit kind of football players and they've all got very specific skills. So they need the guy who kicks the ball really far. Sure. I can't remember that person. One guy's an explosives expert. <laughs> That's right. One guy's an escape artist. That's it. So like um, that guy who has to kick the ball far is like an English... One's a girl. One's a girl. One's a sexy lady <laughs> who's always... It's been all seductive. Like, a, you know, he's like a English soccer league player. Uh-huh. Keanu Reeves is like this ex kind of failed quarterback who's uh-huh. get, given a second chance. Favreau's in it. Oh. It's like a right control police uh-huh. officer. Yep. Gene Hackman's the coach. Mm-hmm. It's it's like goofy and corny, but I, I kind of, mm-hmm. it's fun. I kind of like it. Great. Yeah. And what about you? I only like good movies. It's <laughs> not true. <laughs> I like Superman 4. Because it was like, I think it was the first movie I ever saw. You ever saw in your life? Wow. Maybe, okay. yeah. Okay. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, Dad, was that amazing? And he was like, nah, that was shit. <laughs> no, he was he was all for it. <laughs> Even back, okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. You can't Google bad movies no, that I'm I love. No, I'm just checking to see if I literally have one on my iPad that I just hold on to. Do you like The Room and like stuff like that? Uh, I've seen it once. I've I saw it with a bunch it. of people yeah. who had a good time, but I, I don't... See, I, I think there are a lot of people who can go back and like recapture the magic of that. And oh, we're all throwing spoons and we're all doing this kind of thing. I'm okay with just seeing it the once. Right, right, yeah. I know people who go back week after week, but, but even they're wrong. They're bloody wrong. Mm-hmm. I've just looked up good, bad movies and I've just, I don't know. They've got like Batman and Robin. I, that's just, I couldn't watch that. No. You know, okay, here's one. Suburban Commando. Have you ever seen that? I've seen Suburban Commando, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've watched it again, but uh-huh. it's pretty... Or Santa with muscles. There's a lot of bloody Hulk Hogan movies here. That's weird. Yeah, I see. I don't like Sharknados and stuff like that. No, neither do I. Because no. they're like intentionally. Look, it's a B movie. Mm. Did you see Lawnmower Man? Yes, I did. Isn't that notoriously like a terrible? 
good movie. Yeah, it's te- no, but it's terrible, but it's not enjoyable. Oh, it's unpleasant. No, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Hmm. Maybe a Smokey and the Bandit sequel. I think I used to like those movies uh-huh. when I was a kid. Mm. I don't know, man. Crank. That's kind of good, is it? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Whenever, whenever people are like, oh, what's your, what's your guilty pleasure film? I'm like, I like that because it's funny. Yeah. Like, it's not, that's deli- like, it's ridiculous and it's over the top. They didn't do that accidentally. They didn't go, oh, no, no whoops, we, we accidentally had him fall out of a plane and land on the ground, but he's still alive or somehow. We should have fixed that in post, but we released it. Like, they did that deliberately. Because it's a wink to the audience. Like, they, uh, yeah. They absolutely did. Just enjoy what you like. That's what I say. You know a movie that everybody seems to love and I hate? What's that? Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> I hate that film. Yeah, we've, we've discussed this. I hated it. We saw it together. Yeah, we did. We hated it then. Uh-huh. Yep. And we hate it now. It's a weird cartoon world. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's... Hate it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the show. Shout out to Danny on Twitter who was listening to the podcast as he was waiting for his flight and he didn't hear that they changed the gate and so then he had to come back the next day and pay extra money. Love it. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. It's yeah, pretty good. So... Yeah. You all right? Sorry, my dog's having a weird nightmare. Hey, you okay? Hey. My dog has nightmares. <laughs> she's a rescue dog, so she's probably... Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to The Brute and the Basilisk. Could yeah, man. Songs. Shout out to our Patreon subscribers. We bloody chuck love in it. A buck, chuck in a buck, chuck in two bucks. Chuck in a hundred bucks. That's insane. Chuck in two hundred bucks. Oh, that's that's more sane again. That's looped all the way around to being sane. Like, if you, if you want to contribute to the show, like, at Patreon, our rule is... If it fell out of your pocket in a given month and you yes. didn't notice, and you wouldn't notice, yeah. like if you dropped a dollar and it wouldn't bother you, no. don't add a dollar. And, if you, you, and if you like us. If you like <laughs> us also, yeah. I mean, don't, don't do it just because you're like, well, I wouldn't notice. I don't like these guys, but I wouldn't notice if I dropped a dollar, so I guess I'll give them a dollar. Uh, Comic Beto, the promo code was, I'll link it below, but the Weekly Planet. Mm-hmm. So bloody get into that. I think it is $5 off. Mm. It's a bloody good... Bloody service. That's right. Um, We're Weekly Planet Pod on Gmail and Facebook and Twitter. That's right. I'm Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. You can follow at The Weekly Planet. You can. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a very good one. And speaking of like sponsors and stuff. Yes. Which is what we were doing. We're contract... In many ways, we talk about nothing but sponsors. That's true. Because they're amazing. We love them. Yeah. More. Uh, We're signed up with uh, Midroll, which do... The big time. The big time, yeah. They do like... um, Podcasts better and bigger than ours. Yeah, they'll do like uh, they'll do like a WTF with Mark Maron. Exactly. That, that kind of, I don't know if he actually one of those guys. One of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're like, like they're the big time. They're great. They do a lot of great products. Like I think Wolf Pop, all those ones do it. Yeah, as Wolf well. Pop do it. Ear Wolf, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. So basically, and because of that, we we get a whole lot of opportunities now to like just to spruik different things. Yes. And one specifically, I wanted to clear this with listeners. Okay, so ba- basically, what they do <laughs> is they when they like when you when you sign up to midroll, they're like, yeah. "What products? Yeah. do you think your listeners would be interested yes. in? You should check them off on this yes. on this list, right? Yeah, and they'll go be like, "Oh, they're like you know, uh, uh, you know, it's it's manly men, so they'll be razors, you know, That's or right. something like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, ninety one percent manly men, exactly." <laughs> Yes. yes. Uh, so yeah, but basically, and we mentioned a few weeks, a few months ago, or you don't remember this though. That I, I remember nothing that happened said, on the show. <laughs> we can't sell mattresses because how would we get a mattress? Exactly. To we're test like, it? yeah, we're like, because you know, they've you know they've signed us up for a bunch of stuff like yeah. Audible, and we're like, well, obviously we you know we sell Audible because it's you know. We, we can get audio books. Yeah. They, sh- they shoot them through the internet at us That's or whatever. Right. You know, uh, other stuff like that. Yeah. Know, clothes and, and what have and you. And whatnot. We're like, well, obviously, we're like, obviously we can't sell mattresses <laughs> because obviously 
that's a thing that would be like US and Canada only. Yeah. We can't, like, we can't in good conscience be like, hey, we love, we love using, using this mattress. But, and in this scenario, we're, exactly. we're we can't sleeping sell on the same a mattress, bed. we're not sleeping. Yeah, right. we can't sell a mattress. We can't be like, it's, it's so, so good and comfortable. We love sleeping on this because they, they wouldn't send it to us. It yeah. would be liars, obviously. And it turns out that they are going to send us one. Yeah, we're like, we, we like, we can't, we actually can't do it because you, you can't send us a mattress and they're like, yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. Like, all right. So I just wanted to let people know that, yes, yeah. we've gone back on that, back on that thing. We said, yeah, I'm going to get some sweet mattresses from whatever that company is. I sure, can't yeah. remember. And if they're good, yes. we will spruik that. That's right. Well, actually, I'm not going to sleep on it. I'm going to give it away to a friend, to a friend of mine and be like, because I they have will a bring mattress. them onto the show. So you said you need a new mattress, which is perfect timing for whatever sponsor this is. Yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, you're pretty, pretty good. Mm. Again, like we we appreciate if you you know even just listening to our dumb version of whatever copy they send us, we totally. do appreciate that because yeah. you know it does keep the the lights on yeah. here in the man cave. Exactly, it keeps us in keeps like, the neon. Ah, oh, keeps yeah <laughs> the neon bar the sign. The neon open. gone fishing bar sign lit up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anybody who listens, anybody who's like, oh, that seems like kind of a good yeah. idea. But we're not gonna again. We're not gonna advertise anything we're not comfortable with no. we're not going to advertise anything that we're like why would anybody need that yeah. we're not going to advertise anything we haven't experienced personally because what's, right. the, what's the point exactly we've exposed yeah. as bloody lies and there's certain things that I won't like I, I don't want to advertise like alcohol or gambling and, and or, things like that just shooting yourself or in the shoot head yourself in the head and we said no to that <laughs> yeah they're like yeah, every month you get a box and inside's a gun and you shoot yourself one in the head bullet. with it <laughs> one bullet yeah, we said no. <laughs> we said no. We're against that for our listeners. Yeah. So I say that, and now, it, like, in, you know, I bet like a month they'll turn around and be like, "Do you want ten thousand dollars to talk about DraftKings?" I'll be like, "Shit!" <laughs> but now I've said it. No, I can't take it back. That's right. Yeah. Now, next week, yes, is it time that we talk about the Christopher Reeve Superman movies? Sure, let's do that. I'll watch them all again. Do you really watch them all again? I'll watch snippets of them again. You'll watch retrospectives. On I'll YouTube. watch. If there's a video that's on YouTube that's 10 hours of Superman throwing the cellophane S in <laughs> Superman 2, I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, so if you have any thoughts on the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, mm. please hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Favorite moments in them? Favorite yeah. moments, yeah. Are we going to include um, Superman Returns? We'll have to. We'll have it's the to. Same bloody yeah. universe. Mm. I think kind of three and four will kind of gloss over. We'll probably gloss over. They're all kind of, a lot of them blend together. Yeah. Because I know that. You know, I guess to not to give anything away, but you're not a massive fan, or you've spoken about it before, of that universe. That's that. awful for many reasons. <laughs> we'll we'll definitely get to it. So I, I wanna I wanna get into that. Mm. So yeah, oh, maybe next week, depending if something. Maybe we'll do a Gods of Egypt episode. Nah, see that probably. that might become a bad movie that I love. I just don't know yet. You just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, that's the show. We did us. it. That's the bloody show. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe. You you bloody. You bunch of bloody gooses. That's right. We really, we really earned that 18 plus rating this week. I've got a lot of editing to do. That's right. Okay, grab that jam, you guys. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 